Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I just want to say something. Um, this is a little introduction to the lesson that I am going to give you right after this small lecture. I want you to understand some things. Um, number one, in regard to this lesson, I um, this is a Tuesday lesson and it was done March 22nd, 2022. Um, and finished March 23rd, 2022. Um, I want to say some things for those who may be listening, <clears throat> whether they are a part of listening to this platform or just um, perusing. Um, I wanna say three things before I sign off. Number one, the lesson that I provided was a very important lesson to know, very important. Um, these books that I referred to are thousands of years old, literally thousands of years old. If you did some research in regards to the books that I use currently um, and uh, the books that I use in the future, you will know that these books are thousands of years old and they were hidden simply because when one nation conquers another, the conquered nation gets all their stuff um, destroyed or the nation that conquered them will take it for themselves. And that's exactly what happened to the children of Israel. So know that. I also want you to know that the, um, the most completed books, because many of these books are not completed, the most completed books is the book of Enoch and it's currently in Ethiopia. And many pe people from around the world go to Ethiopia and they try to transcribe the Ethiopian book. They do, because Ethiopia is not giving up that book. They are protecting that book with their lives. Yes, literally. If you do some homework uh, about the Ethiopic version of the Book of Enoch, you will know, because these nations, they don't, they're not supposed to have the book. And these people are guarding the book with their lives. Yes, it's currently in Ethiopia. That's one thing. Like I said, um, most of the books the mystery books and all of that was taken by the heathens. I already said that during this lesson. So that's one thing. That's just something important to know. This is not something that I just got out of a library. And now I'm looking at it. Oh, yeah, this is what happened. No, I already told you that um, when the Ruach is dealing with you, you're dealing with the puzzle piece that is the Bible. And there's different pieces that go with it strategically. Okay, and the Ruach deals with you in putting those pieces together. There's another thing I wanna say, and that was number one. Number two, I wanna say, the lesson is almost three hours long. And I'm going to say to you to please be patient, be open to listening. And um, if you have questions, you can upload the questions, but it is a very long lesson simply because um, I, um, I did a late lesson and it ended up into the next day. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a very lengthy lesson. The content that I um, lectured about is very important. And there is some 
um, lessons that require a lengthy amount of time to explain. I, I would be remiss if I try to lecture a lesson and I'm not coming correct. I would be shorting you and insulting my own intelligence because I know that certain things connect with uh, different things. So in trying to teach you, I already told you, I'm gonna give you as much as you can handle and I'm gonna give you everything I got. And sometimes what I got is about four or five hours long. This is why I try to condense it. I understand people don't have time to be doing all of that. I get it. But sometimes I don't want you to cheat yourself or short yourself into the things that you need to know as a consciousness. Remember, you are three beings. This flesh takes over everything. And sometimes we don't allow our consciousness to understand I'm a consciousness. I'm going to tell this body what to do. It's not going to tell me what to do. This is what we got to understand because this is how a part of how the devil fools the world. The devil is fooling the world and telling, letting everybody think and, you know, through media and everything that you need this for your body. You need that. You need this. When the reality is you really don't. You're a consciousness in this fleshly coat. Sometimes people don't like their own coat. Sometimes people do. This is what I'm trying to tell you. I need you to get into a mindset that's not of this world. This is why I do what I do, okay? So if you have questions in regards to that, please upload them. And the last thing I wanna say is, now I understand that the world is becoming, and this is my opinion, I understand that the world is becoming very sensitive to certain things. I understand that they want to shut things down. They want to um, shut people up and this and that. And it's very unfortunate simply because there's some people that want to tell you things that's warning you for your own good. But some people will get upset because of the words that they use or whatever they say. And I don't care how sensitive they try to be. Just the fact that you're even saying it is offensive to them. Now, there's something wrong with that. There is something wrong with that. Now, I understand that um, sometimes you have to be real delicate in explaining certain things to people, but there are people that the minute you say it, they get upset. Now, you got to think about why is somebody so offense, um, offensive or on the um, offense when you're just saying something? Now, you, you need to understand that I'm reading these things through these scriptures. I'm reading it through these books that are thousands of years old. These books are literally thousands of years old. And this is what I'm reading from them. I'm not getting this stuff from my own head. And I'm saying this because there's different people that listen to this platform. They may not be of the same direct nation. Okay, this is what I'm saying. And some people, the fact that you even mentioning um, certain words or um, certain nations, they get offensive. And the first thing they say, oh, you're racist or you're um, whatever word that they're using. But trust me when I tell you, it has nothing to do with a race. It has nothing to do with a different uh, person. It has everything to do with what is listed in that scripture. That's what it is. Because remember, all have fallen short of the glory of the most high. 
And I said, all, there's nobody that's excluded because the most high is allowing everybody to get what they get. He already said he's not mocked. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap. And he also said that he doesn't have any favorites, even though he has a set apart people. When you have a child and they know better and they hanging out with other people and they letting other people influence and you're getting ready to reprimand that child, what are you going to do? You're going to reprimand that child first, right? And then you're going to tell that parent to reprimand that child. That's what's happening. Everybody's getting it. So I want people to understand that this is not something for one class or group of people or one nation of people. This is something that people should know. This is, people should know their, um, their genesis. People should know that the most high is the one who created them. Everybody's entitled to know that. And that's what I, that's what I say. This is for everybody, whosoever. It says that in the scriptures too. Whosoever comes to me, whosoever. I'm just, it's a, um, you know, I'm just giving you an example, but it does say whosoever. If you came across this platform, it's not by chance. I'm telling you that the most high does not um, make up by chance moments. All this stuff was done before the foundation of the world. And I'm going to need you not to be so sensitive, simply because we are all in this together. When I say we all in this together, we are all in the water together, just in different boats. And I hope you can understand that metaphor. We're all in the same water in different boats. Okay. So just know that it's not, nobody's saying that nobody's better than anybody else. As a matter of fact, with more power comes more responsibility. With more knowledge comes more responsibility. And the way that you do it, and I already told you that the Most High said, um, that, um, you, if you, if you're, I'll just say it like this. If you have the power to do whatever it is, why would you just go do it? If you have the power to bully somebody or destroy somebody, why would you do it? It's too easy. You need to have the responsibility and you need to have the um, control, self-control not to do it. You know, it takes more, um, self-control not to do something than to do it. So I just want you to know that those, the children of Israel, um, they were given a special um, covenant, okay, a, a special contract. They haven't lived up to their contract. They have not lived up to it. So they are suffering and it's going they will continue to suffer until a certain time. This is what I'm trying to say in this lesson. Everybody else, because Most High says only a remnant coming, but there's also two flocks. Everybody else who I called pagans, and they are, this is what it says in the scriptures. Um, and they pagans consist of Gentiles and heathens. That's what pagans consist of. It says it in the scriptures. Not in that way, but that's what it says. It describes it. So um, it's okay. You have no choice. You have no choice. People were born the way they was born and you don't have a choice um, into being who you are. I'm talking about in regards to nations, what nation you came from. You had no choice, but you do have a choice to turn around and follow the most high. That's the choice you do have. And this is the point. I don't want you to feel like, oh, this, this, uh, this platform is not for me because it's saying X, Y, Z. It's not talking to you. It's talking about history. 
a lot of people I understand don't like to talk about history because they feel guilty or they don't want to feel guilty. But I'm telling you, you have the free choice to turn your life around. And this is what it's about. So stop trying to put it on yourself and understand what's just happening. Understand what's happening and what's being said. Um, taking yourself out of the equation, just um, listen to what's being said, learn from what's being said and seek the most high. That's it. I'm just a messenger. I'm in the same water, different boat. You understand we all in the same hot water. We're just in different boats because each one of our situations is individual, but we all in the same hot water. So I want you to know that before you listen to this message and just know I was tired and bumbling around because it was 10.30 when I did it on Tuesday and I ended up almost three o'clock on Wednesday. That's how tired I was. I had a long day. The lesson was long and I had a lot of running around to do. So I just want you to know that and know how important I believe you are simply because I already told you, if you don't know nothing about me, know that I don't like wasting my time and I don't. So the most high wanted me to deliver that message. And I'm telling you <laughs> almost three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I delivered that message. So I just want you to know that. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to upload. And I thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome. It is March 22nd. This is the um, daily lesson. And I wanna tell you, before I tell you what this lesson is, I wanna tell you, uh, first I wanna, um, I don't have any um, announcements because they just take up too much time today. You already know I'm on three platforms. Um, and next, uh, well, on the Shabbat is the second um, lesson of um, numbers. Those are the only announcements I have because this, this lesson I'm getting ready to hit you with today is a long, long, long one. I do have something to say before I start the lesson. Now, I did tell you that um, I had, I told you before that I had two lessons before I start telling you how the devil fools the whole world. But then I told you that there's so much information that I had to put it together and condense it so that the lesson wouldn't be long, number one. And number two, that you will understand what's going on. Now, there's still two things I need to tell you before I could break down the devil fools the whole world, simply because it's so much stuff. I mean, it's like telling you years and years and and years and years and decades and hundreds of years of stuff without missing anything. And that's virtually impossible. So this is why I always keep saying the devil fools the whole world and all the things that I'm telling you and all the examples and every lesson that I give you got something to do with the devil fools the whole world simply because the devil fools the whole world. When I say the devil fools the whole world, I am not joking. And this is going, this lesson right here I'm getting ready to read to you is giving you a piece of what's behind the veil of um, flesh and spirit. I'm going to say it again. This lesson I'm going to give you right here is going to be a piece of how the devil fools the whole world and what's here. I'm giving you a peek behind the veil of 
human flesh and spirit. Okay? That's what I'm going to give you. And I'm praying to the most high that you can receive this lesson. And I believe that you can. But if you have any questions, you let me know. Now, I'm going to be reading from how many books? <laughs> Two books. Two books. Three. Three books I'm going to be reading. One is going to be the book of Enoch. One's going to be from... Um, the Testament of um, Solomon, and the other one's going to be from the Apocalypse of Paul, which is AKA Division of the Paul. Now, you're going to have to hold on to your butts with this, honey, because I got to tell you that this is not a joke. When I give you lessons, when I come to you with lessons, I'm not coming to you with just the Bible. I'm coming to you with prophets. And we already know that the prophets here directly from the most high and we are not playing, okay? We're not playing. So this is what I'm getting ready. You're gonna have to be patient and I need you to focus. When you get into this lesson, I need you to listen carefully to everything I'm gonna say to you, okay? Because this is not a game. All right. So... I'm going to tell you what the name of this lesson is. And the name of the lesson is The Changing of Times and Dates. Day and night, days of the week, months of the year. Okay? I told you before I'm going to tell you, and now I am. Now, what does this have to do with the price of tea in China? tell you what got to do. I already told you that the devil fools the whole world. He fools the whole world. And one of the ways that he fools the world is by the days. Uh-huh. Remember the most high said that he going to shorten the days because the day, every day that goes by is evil or evil. That's number one. The devil um, lied and um, the devil is doing all of this in real time. He's been doing it since the beginning of time. The devil been doing all these things I'm telling you since the beginning of time. So I need you to rock with me and focus, rock with me, okay? And if you can't understand this lesson, I need you to play it two, three times because you need to understand what's going on. This, I talk about, this is, this is real, this is not a game. So not only does he change the time of the day because people say there's 24 hours in the day and it ain't. So I'm gonna tell you that. People tell you about the days of the week too. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> the devil didn't tamper with that too. I'm going to tell you that. And then the days of the year. All of that. But the Most High said, I'm going to get rid of all this. There's a special time that the Most High is going to get rid of all of this. Because the devil, I already told you in the beginning, Adam gave his whole power away. When the Most High made Adam, the Most High said to Adam, you are the king of all of this. You the king of this earth. I bequeath this earth to you, okay? You are my most sacred creation. I bequeath this earth to you. I'm saying it in my way, but this is in the scriptures. Um, the fact that the most high made the earth for every uh, for Adam and Adam got the name, everything. So he was the king of the whole earth. This is what I'm saying in my way, but understand what I'm saying. I bequeath this to you. You are the king of this earth, okay? 
you the king, you the prince. Because he was the most highest child in the flesh, he was the prince of the earth. So he gets to name everything. He gets to do everything. He, the most high bequeathed the earth to him. Okay. And then the most high gave him a helpmate, which was his partner. Okay. That's Eve. So he is the minister to Eve. He advises Eve. Right. Got a partner. And he's over everything, all the creation on earth. So we know that. He's the king, he's the minister, the partner to Eve, okay? And then the devil, remember the devil was already here when he came here because the devil was thrashed down the earth and said he ain't, um, he ain't worshiping no human. The devil does not like you. Understand this, know this, the devil don't like you. He treats your flesh like dung. He's always in your ear and it's never nothing positive. So this is how you can tell it's from the devil. Okay, and I'm going to provide plenty, plenty, plenty of proof in a minute. When Adam got tricked by the devil, Adam gave all the power that the Most High gave him away. And since then, it's been hell. Understand that. So now I'm getting ready to read some things to you. And remember that. Don't forget it. And if you hear stuff in the background, I apologize, but I'm gonna try to make it as quiet as possible. Okay. As a matter of fact, let me close my office door. Hold on. All right. So now it's me and you. Hold on. All right. Sorry for that. I got to be, you know, I'm, I sit under a whole bunch of heat lamps because I got to read this 10 pitch. <laughs> okay, so I need to stay hydrated. All right. Like I said, the name of the lesson is the changing of times and dates. And the reason why I say that is I, everybody, I don't know if you know, but I'm going to treat you like you know. And if not, we are the Cliff Nose sessions. We're going to be going through this in the Bible anyway. Daniel is a prophet. Daniel was one of the major prophets and he prophesied in times. This, um, this lesson is based on Daniel's prophecy. And it's basically Daniel's prophecy. The Most High gave Daniel information. I already told you the Most High gave um, our ancestors, everybody's ancestors, Adam, Seth, everybody gave everybody's ancestors the end from the beginning. You already know Genesis means beginning. So all those people that was in Genesis, the Most High told everybody that. So now we fast forward into Daniel. The Most High gave Daniel some real, real, real information. And from this piece of information, this is what I'm basing this lesson on. Now, Daniel, the Most High gave Daniel all the information on how the children of Israel was going to go into bondage all these years, okay? And when we get to that, I'm going to break it down. When we get to the book of Daniel, I'm going to break it down, but we ain't going to be in the book of Daniel for a while. So I'm just giving you pieces, but by the time I finish with y'all, you're going to understand what Daniel said, okay? So I'm getting ready to do this lesson right now, and it's based on Daniel, the book of Daniel, Okay. It's based on the book of Daniel and Daniel is a major prophet. Like I said, the most high gave him some stunning news and he lamented and he was never the same. 
Every prophet that the Most High deals with never is the same after the Most High gets uh, to them, simply because they learn the truth of life. And the truth of life, the real truth of life, this is what I'm saying, a lot of people can't handle truth. The real truth of life is sad. It's horrible. It's demonic. It's wicked. That's the real truth of life. Because the devil is fooling everybody. The devil got you thinking everything's all good. But the truth is we are going down in a locomotive full of fire going straight to hell. That's what we're doing. But in, you know, while it's going on fire, everybody's laughing and smiling because the devil is fooling them. But anyway, let me do the lesson because this is long enough. If I keep talking, we will never get through this lesson. Okay, now. Um, where's my, oh, okay, I need my tools, okay, all right, I'm going to be starting to talk about some real spiritual things, I don't want to scare you, but this is the truth, this is not a game, okay, and I want to tell you this, when you watch a movie, because a lot of people like horror movies and stuff like that, how do you think these horror movies get thought up, how do you think, how do you think, a lot of people refer through the scriptures. That's number one. Number two, people's imaginations. I already told you the devil's um, talking in your ear constantly. The devil is talking in your ear constantly and is constantly in your head because that's how they get to you. The mind is a battlefield. The most high does not speak to you in your head. He does not speak to you in your head. Remember, you are consciousness between the eyes and the heart. That's where the most high speaks to you. He said that small voice in your heart. He never said head, he said heart. The devil speaks to you through your head. Mm -hmm. Just know that. Okay, now we're gonna start. Okay, the lesson on how the devil fools the whole world is still being put together. This is my little spiel, so just rock with me for a minute. Still being put together until the final touches. But until then, this is a part of how um, he is doing it. I wanna discuss how the heathens Slash the devil changes times and dates. Remember, the devil uses his children and his followers. The Most High has children and followers. And remember, the devil tries to do everything that the Most High um, does. Remember, the devil said he want to put his throne right where the Most High is. And what did the Most High do? Thrash it right down to earth. Everything the Most High did with Yahshua and the children, the devil's going to do the same thing. When the devil comes with the, and this is in the book of Daniel, when the devil comes, he's going to have a false prophet and a beast. I already told you what the beast is. The beast is a human being that doesn't have no filter. And what did I tell you a beast was? Remember, the Most High said that we are made in his image. That means we have to have self-control, and this is the fruits of the spirit integrity self-control and we don't act like no damn fool well that's what the beast is gonna do he ain't gonna have no filter he's gonna be a narcissist he ain't gonna trust me you'll know and that's what the most high calls a beast when you can't control yourself and you can't conduct yourself in a humane manner then you are considered a beast there are so many prophetic books that say that and when they start having these metaphors about all these beasts on the earth, that's what he's talking about. Human beings that can't control themselves. And the Most High said, they are not my children. Now, we ain't going to go into that because that's a book of mysteries. But I'm giving you a little glimpse. Okay, now you're going to know how much I know. Well, this is just a little piece about what I know. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, now. All right. 
I'm not sure if anyone knows how we got the names of the months and the days of the week and how many hours are in a day. But what you are being taught right now, what you indoctrinated in is not the truth. I already told you the devil fools the whole world. I'm going to keep saying it. Now, there are some people who have um, taught a similar lesson to mine, what I'm going to teach. <clears throat> but I don't go as far as they did because they usually do um, documentaries and you can see this. Like I said, I'm trying to learn how to do documentaries and I, I haven't yet, but I can definitely tell you and explain to you. I have no problems doing that and bringing receipts. I don't just say stuff. That's not how I am as a person. If I don't know something, I don't say anything. Okay, and that's something prudent. Why would you say something and you don't know nothing about the subject? That's just ridiculous. Anyway, um, you know, and usually when people do um, these um, documentaries, that's wonderful. Um, but I'm not that fortunate. I'm still trying to learn these documentaries. And once I do that, I'm going to hit you with a documentary. But until then, I'm just coming to you with this voice of mine and I'm bringing receipts. And I'm telling you where I'm getting it from. I'm telling you the scripture and the verse. And you can look at it yourself. And that's exactly what I want you to do. Because it's not for me to tell you, this is what church does. Oh, believe what I say. See, right here is here. They didn't show you nothing. They didn't tell you nothing. You don't know where it is. I mean, they'll say scripture and verse, but as soon as you ask a question, they ain't going to answer or they're going to get mad at you. No, baby, I want you to go there. And everything I'm getting ready to say to you, because people usually go, oh, can I have that book of yours? No, you can never have my books. Get your own books. That's number one. Number two, you can look up everything that I'm getting ready to say to you online. Because I already told you in the book of um, Enoch, the most High said when they stop hiding the books and they start putting the truth out there, the children is going to rejoice. And what are they doing now? They putting them out there. Uh-huh. They out there. So everything I'm going to tell you, you can look this up online. This is why I'm saying the books. And I'm going to tell you the chapter and the verse. You can look it up yourself, even on your phone, on your laptop, on your desktop. Look it up on your tablet. Mm -hmm. You can look this up. This I'm going to give you everything, baby. I'm going to give you everything. Okay. Now, remember the devil is a liar. And although all of the lessons that we've been taught thus far, you were told as the receipts that I produced. Like I said, I'm going to be doing the book of Enoch. I'm going to be doing the Bible. I'm going to be doing the vision of Paul. And I'm going to be doing the, um, the Testament of um, Solomon. Okay? That's what I'm doing. And like I said, this is going to be a long one. Okay. Now I'm going to hit you with... Hold on. What am I going to do now? Okay. First, I'm going to hit you with the... I'm going to hit you with the book of Enoch. Let me, let me, I'm just going to go by the way I wrote it because I got a book here. I'm going to, I want you to listen to something and then we're going to get into it. This is the book of Enoch chapter 103 and 104. I'm just going to read through it. It says, <clears throat> I already told you chapter 103 and chapter 104. Okay. I swear to you ye righteous, that in heaven the angels record your goodness before the glory of the mighty one. Wait with patient hope, for formerly you have been disregarded, excuse me, disgraced with evil and with affliction. 
but now shall you shine like the luminaries of heaven. That's the type of angel. I already told you about that. You shall be seen and the gates of heaven shall be open to you. Your cries have cried for judgment. I told you we can cry for judgment. We can ask for judgment. And it has appeared to you for an account for all your sufferings. Think about who the children of Israel is. Shall be required for the princes and for everyone who has assisted your plunders. Wait with patient hope, nor relinquish your confidence. For great joy shall be yours, like that of the angels in heaven. Conduct yourselves as you may. Still you shall not be concealed in the day of the great judgment. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know if, I, I'm sure I talked about Jacob's trouble. This is what um, Enoch is referring to, Jacob's trouble. I already told you his name is Yaakov, but I say it, Jacob, you already know this, the people in the back who still stick with the J's, but there wasn't no J's six, uh, 500 years ago. Um, Jacob's trouble is because the children of Israel, you already know Yaakov, who they call Jacob, his name was changed by the Most High and he was called Yasharel, which is Israel. Now his children didn't listen. They were insubordinate. They stiff-necked. They don't listen to what, nothing that the Most High said. So the Most High start cursing them. And we're going to go through this. We already went through it in, um, in Leviticus. And we're getting ready to go through it in the fifth book of Moses, Moses, which is Deuteronomy. You will know who the children of Israel are. Uh-huh. You will know. And think about all the um, think about all the nations in the whole world. How many of them went? How many of these nations went into bondage for 400 years? Not once, but twice. Ha, ha, who? Who? A lot of times when heathen na nations conquer other nations, you know what they do? They kill them off. And then most of the time they will mingle. You know what I mean by mingle? The men will. The men will mingle with the women and make children. And then they will call these children as the nation that was already eradicated. Now these people is living as if they the children and they not. But that's not with the children of Israel. The Most High said, I will not get rid of my children. I will not let them be all destroyed. Nope, no, I won't. Think about that. And the Most High's children went into bondage for 400 years, two times. Not once, two times. The last time they was um, sprinkled all over the four corners of the earth in bondage. The children of Israel. Before that, they went to captivity for 70 years, 90 years, this, that, in the book of Daniel. I'm telling you, book of Daniel. So the Most High said, when he get ready to come down here to this world, then his children are going to be protected when, um, when um, the part, this is in Matthew uh, 24 and Luke 21, is going to be the time of sorrows. At that time, there ain't going to be no more Jacob's trouble. Jacob's trouble is they getting weeded out. The Most High said he's going to weed out the rebels. This is in Yasharel. And he told the angels, I want you, he, not only did he say this to the angels, he said it in the book of Ezekiel and Jeremiah. I want you, because he want the prophet, remember the prophets knew the truth and it was grim. I want the prophet to know one third of my children is going to be put to death. One third of my children is going to go into bondage. And the other third of the children is just going to be scattered and waiting. 
that's this is in this right now while as I'm speaking to you is in the book of the prophets and I'm telling you and now like I said in the book of Enoch he's saying conduct yourselves as you may still you shall not be concealed in the day of the great judgment okay it means that the most high is going to be covering those children and protecting them because if the devil and it's going to be a time that the devil is going to let everybody know who the true children are he's going to try to destroy them this is when yeshua is going to come down here and he's going to bring everybody down and show the whole world who his true children are and guess what the um, nations is going to say all our ancestors taught us lies yeah so anyway, I'm not going to keep going off to the left and to the right. I'm just going to focus because it's too many things. This is like a tree. You see how the tree has all the limbs? If I'm telling you one thing, I got to tell you something else and something else and something else. And I'm trying not to rear off somewhere else. So I need to be focused on this lesson. I'm just giving you information. Every time I look at a scripture, I can think of another book. This is how it goes on in my head. Five different books will pop in my head because that's how much I study. I'm just letting you know. Okay, now I'm focused. All right. You shall not be found like sinners. An eternal condemnation shall be far from you as long as the world exists. This right here is a bridge. Let me tell you what a bridge is. Like I said, when I could read, I could read scriptures and I could remember, praise y'all, hallelujah, what the connection to that scripture is in another book. The bridge is bridging one scripture to the other. Didn't I tell you that the scriptures is like a puzzle? Okay, so now I got one puzzle piece and my other puzzle piece, I remember where it is and I connect them. That's how you should be doing in the scriptures. When, these, when you can connect books and you can have it in your heart, I told you that the devil's gonna come and get rid of the scriptures. You will need your spiritual armor. You are gonna have to learn how to fight in the spirit. Not this, because the Most High said you are not fighting flesh and blood. You are fighting principalities and wickedness in high places. And I'm getting ready to prove it to you. Okay, so the Most High said to um, Enoch to tell his children uh -huh, that when he condemns the world, his children ain't going to be condemned. I just read that to you. Now I'm on four. That was three. Now I'm on four. And now fear not, ye righteous. When you see sinners flourishing and prospering in their ways. And what do we see? We sure do. I'm going to uh, do a lesson on the rich people. I did already told you I'm going to do it on, um, on Abraham's bosom. That's about rich and poor, honey. The most I can really get all of them. Anyway, number five, be not associates with them. And that's another bridge. The most I say, if you a friend of the world, you ain't a friend of him. This is another bridge. Be not associates with them, but keep yourselves at a distance from their oppression. Be you associated with the host of heaven. You, ye sinners, say, all our transgressions shall not be taken account of. This is what the heathens are saying. And be recorded. But they lying, honey. The devil is lying to them. But all your transgressions shall be recorded daily. You heard what Enoch said, right? He's describing righteousness. He didn't, he never died. He's still with the most high to this day. And the uh, prophet, the prophecy says that Enoch is gonna come back down here and fight with the devil. Uh-huh. Enoch never died. In Genesis, Enoch went up to the most high. And then he's gonna come back down here with Elijah. But anyway, 
I ain't gonna keep going back and forth. I'm just letting you know what's gonna happen. Now I'm on six. It, it's 11, it's 11 um, verses. So, and be assured by me, I that light the darkness day and night, behold all your transgressions. This is the most I'm saying this, but not impious in your thoughts. Lie not, surrender not the word of uprightness. Lie not against the word of the holy and the mighty one. That's the most high. Glorify not idols for your lying and your impiety is not for righteousness, but for great crime. Now I'm on seven. Now will I point out a mystery? I already told you there's a lot of mysteries. I cannot tell you no mystery. Now this, this mystery is going to be read, but I cannot tell you about the book of mysteries because you don't even know the Bible yet. If you knew the Bible and, you know, I, I could talk to you like regular and not spoon feed you, honey, we could just talk about mysteries, but I can't do that. I'm just letting you know, there's so many things that we don't know as human beings. We need to get in the word because the most high say, you like me, Yeshua said it too. You're going to be able to do more things than I ever did. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that he did down here that's already recorded. He said, you're going to be better than me. How can you be better than him? And you ain't even looking for him. Anyway, seven. Now I point out a mystery. Many sinners shall turn and transgress against the word of uprightness. They shall speak evil things. They shall utter falsehood, execute great undertakings, and compose books in their own words. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm reading it again. Eight, eight through 11. Listen to what I said. This is Enoch. He said he's going to give you a mystery. He didn't already gave you the mystery in seven. They're going to, it's going to be evil people speaking evil things and they're going to be lying. They're going to be doing all kinds of stuff. They're going to compose books in their own words. Uh-huh. That's what he just said in chapter, uh, verse eight. But when they shall write all my words correctly and not lie in their languages, they shall neither change or diminish them but shall write them all correctly with no lies, all which I first uttered concerning them. Another mystery also I point out, this is 10, to the righteous. The wise shall be given the books of joy, of integrity, and of great wisdom. To them shall the books be given in which they shall believe. This is the children. They're going to believe it. Because why? Because they the children. 11, in which they shall rejoice and all the righteous shall be rewarded. Who from these shall acquire the knowledge of every upright path? What did I just say to you? I'm going to get ready to break it down in English. Regular English. My English. <laughs> the Most High said when they stop lying and stop hiding the books and stop making up stuff and stop leading people to just astray with false doctrines, then the children is going to read it and they're going to know what it is says. Because remember, in the old, I mean, in the olden times, in the late times, the Most High said at the end of the age, the Ruach is going to be flying around here, touching people on the shoulder. You going, you going. You go in. Why do you think Yeshua said, let he who has an ear hear what the rock is saying? You cannot hear no sp uh, spiritual things. You cannot comprehend spiritual things. You cannot do anything with spiritual things unless the Ruach is tapping you and talking to you. And what did I say? What did I say he talks to you? In your heart. 
in there. He don't talk to you in your head. I remember somebody said to me, oh, yeah. And I told them, this is a, a heathen. I told them, yeah. And this, uh, I try not to uh, tell people that I'm a minister. But when conversations come up and I say it, the first thing they do is look at me if they're heathen or even a Gentile because they're always trying to test you. They always, you already know who I'm talking about. They always try to test everything you say and they think you're the liar when they the lie. Anyway, when I told her, yeah. So, you know, um, I didn't even say the most high nothing because she can't, she can't comprehend what I'm saying. But I said, yeah, you know, I know that the most high speaks to me in my heart. And she was like, no, I said, I know that the most high speaks to me. She was like, oh, really? So you hear this? I said, yes. And she said, well, where do you hear it? And I looked at her and I said, inside my spirit that's where i hear it because the first thing they want to say is you crazy but honey i don't hear none no i don't hear nothing from the most high in my head nothing and you shouldn't be hearing in your head because if you hear it in your head it's a lie because the most high is a spirit and where is he inside of you animating your soul that's where he is so no you are not hearing it in your head and i had to tell her and she just looked and she ain't said nothing because she couldn't even comprehend what I said. Anyway, let's go. Okay, I'm going to read something um, online from an online science journal. We can go into science right here, hunty. But all those people say, oh, no, I don't believe. I don't believe in that. I believe in science. I'm going to hit you with some science right here. Okay? There's some for you. Those people in the back who sway up and down, they're going by science when science ain't nothing but a social construct from the heathen. Here we go. That's how you could tell they fooled. Okay. Now this is published in a science journal and is published by a PhD, a scientist. Okay. Indicating the days of the week and the months of the year according to various pagan nations. Did you hear what I say? Pagan, pagan, P-A-G-A-N, pagan nations. Now, give me a minute because I got a whole bunch of stuff in regards to that. Now, I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna break down the days. I'm gonna break down. I'm gonna break down the days of the week first. Then I'm gonna break down the months. Then I will break down the hours. Now, and I'm like I said, I'm saying this because the average person. I already told you we live in the matrix. Anybody who ever seen the matrix, look at the matrix, the first one. I don't care about the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. I don't really care about those. Look at the first one, because the first matrix was written by a melanated woman who got inspiration from the scriptures. Did you hear what I said? And if you don't believe that, look it up because the lady, um, the lady sued the people she sent the script to because they took that script and they sat on that script for years. And then later on, they wrote it. They, they wrote the script as if it was theirs. She had proof it was hers and she sued them. Not only did she sue them and she got money, but she didn't get a quarter of the money that that first matrix made. She sat and she was talking with the whole cast and helped them put the script together. So that's how she wasn't mad. She got her money, honey. And she was like a um, somebody who consults. Trust me, look it up. Anyway, this is in a science magazine I pulled up. And um, this is what it says. It says, are the days in the week named after a bunch of pagan gods and goddesses? And the answer is yes. This is a PhD from a science magazine saying this. Okay. 
they are most of them come from the names of astronomical and i want you to hear this because i'm getting ready to read something about it they come from the names of astronomical entities what does that mean the zodiac what is one of the laws that the most high said do not listen to those people who could read the stars those people who are necromancers, the ones who talk, um, the ones who try to resurrect the dead, mediums, the one who speak to the dead, nobody that can read the signs in the sky, the most high said, do not do it. That's one of the one, that's one of the 613 laws. We already read that. We already went through that in the book of Exodus. We already went through that. And we're gonna go through it again in um in Deuteronomy. The most high said, do not do not entertain that, especially the children of Israel. Remember, these laws was for them, just to make sure they didn't sin. But just because the laws, Gentiles, now I'm talking to Gentiles, just because the laws wasn't uh, written for you in the beginning, because it was in the beginning, just because the laws wasn't written for you, excuse me, does not mean that you don't have to uh, adhere to them. Now I heard some um, some um, what do they call themselves? Um, these religious people they call the melanated people. Um, what do they call? Them? Um, oh gosh, they separate everything. People are separating everything instead of just everybody coming together and worshiping together. No, what they do is separate things. And uh, the melanated people got some type of name. And then the, the non-melanated people have some type of name. And I wanna say they are evangelists. They call themselves evangelists, the non-melanated people, the Gentiles. They call themselves evangelists, okay? So there was one major evangelist that said, oh, the, those laws, they wasn't meant for us. And I'm gonna tell you this, perhaps, perhaps they wasn't written for you but try breaking them and see what the most high does to you. I already read to you in the book of Enoch, I already read um, chapter 104 and 105 that judgment, the most high is gonna judge the sinners and that the heathens and the Gentiles that's cheating think that um, they could do all this sin and nobody's gonna look. And what did the most high say? That everything is recorded. All your transgressions is recorded daily. It says this in the book of um, Enoch that I just read to you. So try, try breaking them because one of those laws that this evangelist says, one of those laws is do not kill. Need I say more? I'm not gonna go into that. Just understand, just cause it wasn't written for you does not mean that you can, um, that you could break them or that they don't apply to you. Like I said before, the amendments was not written for melanated people, but try breaking them and see what happens in the United States, okay? Back to what I was saying. Astronom excuse me. <laughs> Astronomical entities. I'm gonna tell you what that means. That's astrology. That's reading the stars, okay? Now, what do I mean by um, astronomical entities? It means spirits in the stars. Spirits in the stars. Now, I'm getting ready to hit you with this right now understand what I'm saying. We talk about the days of the week and how they was made, how the Gentiles slash heathens, because these are the pagans, pagans are Gentiles and heathens. That's what pagans are. 
When I say Gentiles slash heathens, I put everybody together because the scriptures say they pagans, all of them. So y'all all in one boat. You're all in one boat, okay? And even Yasharel could start acting like a heathen too when they act like they don't have no sense. So when you hear me saying some of Yasharel's acting like heathens, they can. Because I already told you, the Most High said that he was going to weed out the rebels. And if you acting like a rebel and it's only heathens, and Yasharel and Pagan, excuse me, is only heathens, Gentiles, and Yasharel. I did a lesson on that. Gentiles are wild cards. They could go either way. A heathen's going to be a heathen no matter what. They're just heathens. But they both fall under the pagan category. The children of Israel are the set-apart children. I already made a lesson. Go to the uh, platform library. I already broke all that down. But the children of Israel could act like um, heathens by following the pagan ways. This is what I keep telling you, that the devil fools the whole world through paganism. Now, I already told you that I got to put all this stuff together because there's every word under the sun that the devil fools you. Every category under the sun that the devil fools you. I'm not going to get into that because then I'll be going somewhere else. But I'm getting ready to read something to you about the stars. Now... The first thing I'm going to do, now I've already read the book of Enoch, okay? I already read the book of Enoch, what it means, what I just told you in regards to what's going to happen to the um, the pagans slant. I can't say pagans because not all of the uh, pagans are going to get destroyed, but the heathens are. So, okay, I already read to you what's going to happen, right? I already read the book of Enoch. That's one down. I already told you was. I already told you that the Most High um, told Enoch to tell his children when the heathens let the books go and they start being truthful because the Most High said in the last days, truth is going to reveal itself. Yes, honey, it's too much stuff to throw out you, at you. It's too much stuff, too much stuff. And plus, half the things I'm saying, you ain't going to understand. But I'm going to still say it because when you when you really start understanding, you really go back and start listening to these, then you're going to be like, yeah, she right on time. Yeah, just rock with me. Rock with me. Number one, um, Enoch said that the heathens is going to let the real books go. They ain't going to be printing no more lies. They're going to let the real original books go. And the children of Israel and the set of um, the second flock, they're going to read it and they're going to rejoice. I already told you. The heathens, um, uh, Enoch said that the heathens are going to keep on being heathens to the last minute. I done already told you, thinking that the most high can't see him. I done already said that. And I gave you two mysteries from what um, Enoch said. I done already said that. Now I'm telling you that the astronomical entities are devils. what I say? They devils. Now, that's why the most high say do not play with that. Do not play with stuff you don't understand. You are a huge, excuse me, you are a consciousness in a shell of flesh. Do the devils like uh, flesh? Yes. They will use your flesh like dung. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. And I'm getting ready to hit you with the, another, um, I already gave you the first uh, receipt in the book of Enoch. Now I'm getting ready to hit you with the Testament of Solomon. Before I read the Testament of Solomon, I want you to understand that I uploaded the Ten Testament of Solomon. So you could go right on my platform and listen to the whole book. Hope it don't scare you, but listen to the book. And the reason why I say that is because it's real. It's true. It's not a farce. It's not fake. 
uh, Solomon was the, the one with the most wisdom before he was born and after he's born. He was the one who had the most wisdom and the most high gave it to him. And because he had all this wisdom, he had enough way with all, meaning he was mature enough. He was able to, um, to uh, I'm not going to say control. He was able to receive the information that the most high gave him. And he was able to um, control his environment. And I'm getting ready to explain to you what it is so that you'll know what I'm saying. Okay. Now, astronomical entities from the Testament of Solomon. These are the excerpts from the Testament of Solomon, as well as the definitions of some of the words. So you'll know how important these words are. Now I'm getting ready to tell you astrology. What is astrology? That's the study of the stars. That's the study of um, all kinds of time. That's what it is. Okay. Now I'm getting ready to read it to you. Okay, now let me set the scene because the Testament of Solomon, the whole thing is about demons, but I need you to know specific things. So I'm getting ready to give you, I'm getting ready to set the scene. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, in the Testament of Solomon, you already know he was a great king with a lot of knowledge from wisdom. Wisdom is a spirit. Um, when when Solomon, Solomon, who is the uh, son of King David, when he grew up and he took over his father's kingdom, the Most High asked him what he wanted. And the Most High already knows everybody's heart. The first thing people want to know is riches, this, that. But Solomon didn't want that. Solomon humbly asked the Most High for the ability to rule the kingdom and be fair and humble. So that was asking for wisdom because you need the wisdom to understand and know the difference on how to, how to rule things. And you need the humility to be able to um, um, advise and rule your kingdom in a wise way. So when Solomon asked for that, the most I was taken, he was like, whoa, usually somebody would ask for riches or just to be you know, more powerful and this and that. But since you only ask for wisdom, not only am I going to give you wisdom, you're going to be the smartest and you're going to be the one with the most wisdom ever. Not only that, I'm going to give you riches. I'm going to give you everything for not asking for something foolish. And that's how Solomon became the wisest ever. Okay. Understand that. Now, I already told you when, um, when Adam was down here, the devil was already here and one third of the angels. And then before the flood, Angels had sex with human women and they begot abominations. And I'm going to tell you why they abominations. Because flesh and blood begets flesh and blood. Spirits engender spirits. Now, I know you ain't going to know what that means. And that's a mystery. And it has to do with sex. And I'm going to talk about sex. Not right now, because that's a whole lesson. I'm going to talk about it spiritually, and I'm going to talk about it carnally. Because the carnal way is the worst way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the devil uses it. He, I mean, he, the devil uses it. But anyway, I'm going to talk about that. But I'm just giving you a synopsis of how all these things is in the sky, on the earth, and under the earth. I already told you, it ain't only the devil. 
Now, Solomon knew this. The people in early biblical days, they all knew this. I don't care what nation they came from. We always talk about the children of Israel, but I don't care all the surrounding nations that worship devils. They all knew there was demons everywhere. And I'm just saying demons for the people in the back, number one, and that people could relate to demons instead of devils. Because when I say devils, you think of one, one entity, and it really isn't. There's the king of the devils. And you'll find out when I read this thing, but I'm setting the stage for you. So people were being possessed always. It never went away. Even in real time, it never went away. Never, never. It's just that people are giving people medication now and it, it ain't doing no good. Anyway, so um, people were possessed and people were plagued and they still are. So one day there was i'm setting the scene because i ain't reading the whole thing that's why i'm setting the scene there was a child that um that solomon favored right and this child solomon gave every everything to but the child started losing weight the um, um solomon i already told you he was a rich king he was giving the child everything giving the child wages he was doing everything he loved this child it was just one of the kids, you know, one of his, um, in his court's children. So he loved this child, but he was seeing that the child was dying because the child was literally withering away. So he was asking the child, what's going on? What's going on with you? Don't I give you the best food? Don't I give you money that you could take care of yourself and do all this? And the child said, yes, you do. But at night, a demon comes and he takes my money. And he sucks the life out of me through my hands. I don't know whether it's hands. I want to say hands. So I'm just going to say it. He sucks the life out of me. I don't know if he's sucking his thumb or whatever. Remember, this is a spirit. It's a spirit, a succubus. And we ain't going to get on to it all into spirits because the different spirits do different things. But you're going to know right here how some of them. Now, the Testament of Solomon is a very complicated book. I do not suggest that you be so interested in this book. Just understand that uh, Solomon points out these devils to you such, so that you know that they real and to stay clear of them. This is not for you to go, oh, I'm getting ready to go read it so I can know some information because you're going to mess around because you don't know how to battle uh, uh, spirits. I already told you the most high said you are not dealing with flesh and blood. Now, we all know how to put our dukes up with flesh and blood, honey. But we don't know how to fight no spirits. Now, did the Most High let you know how to fight them? Yes. He gives us all the tools in the world. And maybe one day I'll do that. But, you know, I, the reason why I really don't want to do that simply is because people just want to know stuff. They're not bowdy-bowdy. And I mean this. In order for you to fight certain spirits, you got um, to abstain from um, doing stuff. Meaning, you got to abstain from evil. You got to stop eating meat you got to um detox yourself yes you do because the most high has to live in the temple he can't live in the temple with all the stuff you're doing i already said that in um exodus and um leviticus i already told you that you the temple the most high cannot be in the temple and neither can the ruach the ruach actually gets into you and helps you get them demons out but since you ain't doing it you just want to know stuff just like adam and eve Everybody want to know stuff, but what you going to do with it? That's why I ain't going to teach it. Do I know how to do it? Yes, I do. I don't even do it. 
And that's why I don't talk about it because I understand how it is. I understand that if you keep paying attention to stuff, you opening yourself up to stuff. I totally get it. This is why I don't want you to keep knowing stuff. Just know that it exists and stay away from it. Know that. Just like the most high said, the most high didn't have to tell Adam and Eve to stay away from the devil because the, the devil didn't have no power until the devil starts talking to Eve. He didn't even talk to Adam. He spoke to Eve. And guess what? He bamboozled Eve and Eve turned around and bamboozled Adam. Like I said, just listen and understand and praise Yah for the lesson. Now I'm getting ready to read it. Oh, anyway, so um, Solomon was praying to the most high to understand how to get rid of this demon. Now, this is where I'm starting. This is where I'm starting. I already told you, he's trying to help this child that he favors. Now, this is, um, <laughs> the Testament of Solomon goes one, two, three, four, five. It's not like the Bible. It's um, um, chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, chapter five, like that. It don't go chapter one, verse one chapter one, verse two, it doesn't do that. It does regular, read like a regular book, but it's numbers. So uh, I'm gonna read a lot to you. So just hold on. Okay, now, I'm, I already set the scene. Now he's praying to the most high so he could get rid of these demons. Listen, now when I, Solomon, heard this, this is the child that told him that the, de the demon takes his money and sucking the life out of him. So you know it's a succubus devil. And there is a such thing as a succubus devil. So now when I, Solomon, heard this, I entered the temple of the Most High and I prayed with all my soul night and day mm -hmm, that the demon is saying demon, but it's actually devils because demon is not scriptural at all. Just rock with me on a demon because remember, this is a remake. The original scrolls say devils. Okay. Okay. So I prayed with my soul night and day that the demon might be delivered into my hands and I might gain authority over him. Remember, he's trying to kill the child that he likes. And it came about through my prayer that grace was given to me from the Most High Savioth, and I'm going to tell you what that means in a minute, by Michael the Archangel. He brought me a little ring having a seal consistent of an engraved stone and said to me, O Solomon, king, son of David, the gift which the most high Yah has sent thee, the highest Savayoth, I'm going to tell you what that means, with it shall lock up all demons of the earth, male and female, and with their help thou shalt build up Jerusalem. But thou must wear this seal of the most high, and this engraving of the seal of the ring sent thee is a petalafa. Now, a petalafa, that's an ancient word. And what it means is pentagram. Okay. And I'm getting ready to, I'm getting ready to um, def, uh, define pentagram. And then I'm going to define, because pentagram is not what people think. I'm going to define pentagram and then I'm going to define savayoth. Pentagram is from the ancient Greek um, penthafa, pentalafa, excuse me, pentalafa, P E N T A L P H A. From pente, alpha, five alphas. That's what pentagram means. 
a pentagram so-called for its resemblance to five alphas superimposed at different rotations. You got that? I'm going to say it again. A pentagram so-called for its resemblance to five alphas superimposed at different rotations. What did the most high say he was? The alpha and omega, that's first, that's Greek. Remember, we talk about, we talk about Greek, but you know, the original writing is Hebrew. But in the second, um, this second testament, the new testament was written in Greek. It was written in Hebrew and Greek. The Old Testament was written in Aramaic and Hebrew. Aramaic is no longer spoken. Paleo-Hebrew, which is the first Hebrew, not the mixed Hebrew that they talking about now. Not that mixed Hebrew that's with another language. The original Hebrew. Okay? So um, this, what he's saying, pentalakra, pentalakra, excuse me, which is the pentagram, is five alphas. What did the most high say? He the alpha and omega? The beginning and the end? You know that's transcribed in Greek and English. But five alphas, okay? You know that's from the most high. But people make it ugly and they do pentagram like it's evil, but it really isn't. It's five alphas superimposed at different rotations. That's how... I'm not even going to say magical, but that's how important it is. See, people, the devil got you thinking it's something else. Uh-uh. It's the most high. Okay? That's why he had to read. He had to wear this ring with a pentagram on it. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, what is Savayoth? Savayoth is the host of heaven. Okay? The most high of heaven. That's what it is. He's a Savayoth. Okay? All right. And I, Solomon, was overjoyed and praised and glorified the most high of heaven and earth. And on the morrow, the next day, I called the boy and gave him the ring and said to him, take this and at the hour which the demon shall come unto you, throw this ring at his chest and say to him, in the name of the most high king, Solomon calls you here and then do you come running to me without having any misgivings or fear in respect of you may hear on part of the demon. Now, I already told you that demons keep talking. What you should be doing is ignoring them. And if they keep pursuing you, that means they have a foothold in you somewhere because the real children that's focused on the most high that don't look left or right, they can't even see them. They can't even talk to them. So if you feel that a demon or something is trying to talk to you, this is why I say you need to know the scriptures because you need to quote scriptures to them and they flee. Uh-huh. This is scripture, honey. This is scripture. Now, so the child took the ring and went off and beheld the customary hour of Oniris, this is one of the demons. The fierce demon came like a burning fire to take the pay from the child. But the child, according to the instructions received from the king, threw the ring at the chest of the demon and said, King Solomon calls you here. And the demon couldn't move. Now, demons ain't little. Spirits aren't little. 
Your spirit that's inside of you right now is not little. Only 1% could be inside this physical flesh. The 99% is up with the most high. I just gave you a mystery, honey. I know that flew over your head, but I'm not going to decipher it. But just know that 1% of your spirit is in this body because your whole 100% of your spirit cannot fit in this body. Anyway, so he threw the ring at the demon and brought the demon to Solomon, okay? Now, I'm not going to keep reading that. Now I'm getting ready to move to this. And it says, when the demon got to Solomon, Solomon, he rose up from his throne and went outside to see what all the noise and stuff was. Because remember, the boy was bringing the demon to Solomon. Now, how was the boy bringing the demon to Solomon? With the ring on the demon, because the demon cannot lift the ring up. The little tiny ring that fits on the finger, the demon couldn't lift the ring up. So he had to do what the boy said. That's what it is. He had to do what the boy said. So actually he flew, levitated, whatever he did, he got over there to Solomon. Okay, his name was Onias. Onias, excuse me. Now I'm on 10. And Solomon said to him, tell me, O demon, what zodiac, uh-huh, uh-huh, astrological, what zodiac sign are you subject? And he answered, the water pourer. What's the water pourer? Aquarius. Uh-huh. And those who are consumed with desire for the noble virgins on earth. These I strangle. This is what he does. Because um, Solomon's going to keep asking them, who are you and what do you do? What's your job? Didn't I tell you that demons got a job? The spirits got a job. Everybody got a job. You got a job and I got a job. We just don't do our job like we're supposed to. The most high said every spirit is mine. Every spirit is subject to me, except for humans. They don't listen. Where did he say that? In the vision of Paul. And I'm going to read that to you. Mm -hmm. Give me a minute. But in case there is no disposition to sleep, I am changed into three forms. This is the demon saying this. He goes to the virgin and he starts messing with them. Uh-huh. And if he can't do that, he tries, well, he say he's try, he tries to strangle them. But in case there's no disposition to sleep, I am changed into three forms. Whenever men come to be enamored with women, when they start liking them and, and um, lusting after them, I metamorphosize myself to a beautiful female and I take hold of the men in their sleep and play with them. Now, let me stop that for a minute. Did you ever have a quote unquote wet dream? This is the demon that's doing it. This is not just whatever it is. When you start lusting and doing stuff, that's against the most high. And what is this? You giving the foothold to the demon. I'm telling you, we're not, this is not a game, baby. This is not a game. This is not a game. This is not a game. They getting ready to tell you what they do. These demons is going to tell you exactly what they're doing. So this is what he's saying. He plays with them, quote unquote. Okay. And after a while, I again take to my wings and I hide in the heavenly regions. What did I say the heavens was? The skies. We ain't talking about the high heavens because nobody says the heavens and it'd be the high heavens with um, Yahshua and them up here. You already know the most high is not in no heavens. He's everywhere. He's too big to be in the heavens. Now he's outside of space and time. Trust me. So after a while, I again take to my wings and I hide in the heavenly regions in the skies. 
I also appear as a lion and I am commanded by the demons. Commanded by the demons. I, I am the offspring of the archangel Uriel, the power of the most high. What did he say he was? The offspring of an angel. So what are the offsprings of the angels? Abominations. I didn't already told you. And that's in the book of Enoch. Okay. I'm reading from the Testament of Solomon. And I'm telling you what the demons are saying. And the demons is quoting the book of Enoch. Did I not tell you these, these puzzle pieces? Again, I'm on 16. And I asked of the demon if there were females among them. And when he told me that there was, I said that I desire to see them. Now, like I said, I'm not reading the whole thing. I'm just telling you what they do and who they are and what astrological sign they come from. And the point of me doing that is because astrology, what is astrology today? The months, the weeks, the years. That's what astrology. How does the devil fool the whole world? By giving you that. What did the most high say? Don't worship that. But what are we doing? Oh, I'll see you on Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'm going to tell you what it means. They pagan gods. How does the devil fool the whole world? In every way possible. And he just fooled you with the days of the week, the hours of the day, and the months of the year. That's how the devil fooled you. And I'm getting ready to tell you what the demons say about it. Okay? Now, he, uh, Solomon said he want to see a female demon. Now, here come the female demon. Okay? <clears throat> the female demon's name, Anaskalis. Child, these names. Okay? And when she has come, I said to her, tell me who, are, who you are. But she said to me, I am called Onoskelis, a spirit wrought Saturn lurking upon the earth. Mm -hmm. There is a golden cave where I lie, but I have a place that ever shifts. That means it's, she can go anywhere. It's always moving. She's constantly moving. At one time, I strangle men with a noose. At another, I creep up from the nature to the arms. That's worms. When she's saying creep up to the nature, that's from your groin up to your arms. But my most frequent dwelling place are the caves and the ravines. Oftentimes, however, I do consort, that means uh, mingle with and speak with, with men in the resemblance, excuse me. Oftentimes, I do consort with men in the semblance that means she resembles a woman it's the resemblance just like i said but they say semblance it's the resemblance she consorts with men looking like a woman remember this is a demon and above all with those of dark skin so she going straight to the melanated men honey she going to those melanated men she said she resembles a woman and above all the ones she go to she goes to the ones with the dark skin. Mm, 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 mm. For they share my star with me. Since they, it is who privately and openly worship my star without knowing that they harm themselves. What she said? You worshiping her star without knowing that you're hurting yourself. And who is she? Saturn. Mm-hmm. 
without knowing that they harm themselves, but when, but, and, but wet their appetite for further mischief. They love darkness. The most I say, you love darkness. You don't like being in my light because you want to do wickedness and evil. Child, the most I's not lying. That's the Bible I just quote. For they wish to provide money by means of memory. But I supply a little to those who worship me fairly. Did you hear what the, uh, what the demon said? She ain't really giving you nothing. You gonna worship her. And she gonna trick you into thinking that she gave you what you wanted. But she ain't give you nothing. She just said that. Now. I said to her, under what star do you pass? She said her name was Saturn. And she answered me, under the star of the full moon, for the reason that the moon travels over most things. So Saturn, and she's traveling over the full moon. Here's another one. And at once bade another demon to be led unto me and instantly there approached me a demon Asmodeus bound and I asked him, who are you? But he shot me a glance of anger and rage and said, and who are you? And I said to him, thus punish, uh, it's thus indeed and thou and I'm trying to <laughs> transcribe everything I can. Thus punish as thou art answered. He said he's gonna punish him for answering him like that. But he said with rage to me, but how shall I answer you? For you are the son of man, whereas I was born an angel seed by a daughter of a man. Understand, female women with spiritual uh, fathers. I already told you the, um, some of the angels, the watchers came down and had sex with the children. This is another quote from the book of Enoch. Not only that, it's from the book of Jubilees too. and. Um, and um, Jasa, <laughs> yes, honey. It says the same thing in all those books I just named. I was born of an angel seed, uh -huh, man, a male angel, and the daughter of a man. That means it's an abomination. And the abominations are in the book of Jasa, the book of Jubilees, and the book of Enoch. Just told you that. So that no word of our heavenly kind addressed the earthborn can be overweening. That means I'm better than you. What did I tell you the devil said? I ain't worshiping no flesh and blood. I'm fire, fire. That's what this angel just said to uh, Solomon. Who are you? You ain't nothing but flesh and blood. I'm half, I'm damn near God. Now, mind you, he's not the most high Yah. Gods are low and gods are demons and gods are angels. It's in fifth heaven. Okay, and that's another book. Anyway, he's telling Solomon, who are you? Why do I even have to answer you? <laughs> I ain't got to answer you. Shoot, I am who I am and you ain't nothing but flesh. That's what he just said. Therefore, also my star is bright in heaven and men call it some the Wayne and some the dragon's child. I keep near unto this star. See how they flying around in the skies? Huh. And short will be, listen to what he's saying to, uh, to Solomon. And short will be your tyranny over us, talking about the demons. Because remember, Solomon got him under his command with that ring. So they saying, you ain't going to have us under your command too long. 
and then we shall again be free to range over mankind so that they shall revere us as if we were gods, not knowing men that they are, the names of the angels that's over us. If you knew mysteries, you would know that there's an for everything, for every human that walks the earth, for every wicked angel, for everything, there is an archangel and a, an angel from the most high from righteousness to combat every last one of us. Uh-huh, there is. And for every angel, um, for every demonic demon devil, there is a heavenly, the most high putting up in the seven heavens. There's one to come down here to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And he just said that. But the demon answered me, I am the spirit of the ashes. And I said to him, what is your pursuit? And he said, I bring darkness on men and set fire to fields. I bring homesteads to nothing. But most busy I am in the summer. He's most busy in the summer. However, remember, he said he set fire to fields. Didn't the most I say in the later days going to be all kinds of fires and all? Uh, who, who's doing these fires? Who's doing these fires? You just read who's doing these fires. However, when I get the opportunity, I creep in the corners of the wall by night and day, for I am the offspring of the great one and nothing less. According, I said to him, under what star do you lie? And he answered, in the very tip of the moon's horn. When it is found in the south. Now, what's the moon's horn? When it's a quarter moon. Mm -hmm. When it looked like a, a, little, um, a little quarter. That little C shape. That's where he hides. There's my star. For I've been hidden to restrain listen to what he does he causes convulsions and fevers that's what he does okay and he causes hemorrhages that's what he said and we ain't gonna get all into that well, i'm gonna tell you the next one and i glorified the most high afresh who gave me this authority remember what solomon said you don't have the authority to cast out demons the most high didn't give you that but what he did do is sent you the Ruach. There's certain things you have to do in order to receive the Ruach. When you got the Ruach, I already told you, the Ruach tells you the truth. The truth is that you are of the most high and demons should not be pursuing you. You should be pursuing him. And that's the truth. Okay. But there's a whole bunch of stuff you got to learn how to do in order to be able to cast out demons and do stuff. You can't just go, oh, yeah, sprinkle some holy water that some heathen put together and say, I cast you out. Uh -uh, uh -uh. He just told you that. And, and, and Solomon just told you that he, he just glorified the most high for giving him that authority. And I ordered another demon to come before me. And there came seven spirits. Listen to this. Females bound and woven together. Fair in appearance. That means they was beautiful. And I, Solomon, seeing them, questioned them and said, who are you? And they said on one accord to me, with one voice, they are the 33 elements of the cosmic ruler of the, dark, of the darkness. Cosmic, that's skies. Uh -huh. Okay. And the first one said, I am deception. And the second one said, I'm strife. And the third one said, I'm battle. And the, uh, the fourth one said, I'm jealousy. 
And the fifth one said, I'm power. And the sixth one said, I'm error. Go to my uh, platform. Go to the devil, the devil, the devil, and you will understand what error is. I already told you the devil's not the only one here. These demons are telling you exactly what's on the earth, what's in the skies and what's under the earth. Child, they telling you exactly what they doing. Okay. And the seventh said, I'm the worst of all and our stars are in heaven. That's in the skies and the firmament. I already said it. Seven stars humble in sheen and all together. And we are called as it were goddesses. I'm going to get to that in a minute. We change our place all and together. And together we live sometimes in Libya, sometimes in Olympus. Where's Olympus? Greece. Sometimes in a great mountain. Now, why would they? Why would these demons say Libya and, and Olympus? Because that's where the heathens are. No disrespect. They just said it. I already told you heathens and Gentiles is pretty much the same. They pagans. That's what I mean. I mean paganism. And what is the days of the week? Paganism. What's the months of the year? Paganism. Uh-huh. And if I read this, we're going to go to the days of the week and the months. And I'm getting ready. Let me, let's keep moving. Okay. Now, then I ordered another demon. Yeah, so many. I, and I'm just letting you know, I'm only reading certain ones. I'm not even going to the whole demons. It's going to probably take me a couple of days if I ever read the whole thing to you. I'm just reading the most important ones. Just to let you know that the astrological signs, those um, those signs, all of that stuff that, um, you know, the Zodiac is wicked and people are doing it. They've been doing it since the beginning of time. The most High said, don't do it. So if you already, if you already break in that command or precept, you already breaking it, the devil already got a foothold on you. Uh-huh. Anyway, 47, I ordered another demon to come before me. And there came unto my presence a hound having a very large shape and it spoke in a loud voice. Now this one knew who Solomon was and said, hail Lord King Solomon. And I, Solomon was astounded. I said to it, who are you, O hound? And it answered, I do indeed seem to you to be a hound. But before I was this hound, O King Solomon, I was a man that, listen, brought many unholy deeds on earth. That means he was worshiping devils and he became one. I was surpassingly learned in letters. He was smart and I was mighty that could hold the stars of heaven back. Did you hear what he said? That's how mighty he was. And many divine works did I prepare. Mm -hmm. He did all these signs and wonders for I do harm men who follow after our star and turn them to <sighs> when you worship in these zodiacs <laughs> and I seize it, the frenzied men by the larynx by the throat and he destroys them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what he said. When you start following me, I destroy you. And I'm getting ready to quote something else. In the apocalypse of Bartholomew, 
a demon tells this man that um, he, the demon can't kill Bartholomew because Bartholomew is one of the, um, one of the apostles of the most high. The demon can't touch the apostle, but he got one of his followers, who is a, a man, to kill Bartholomew. So what he said was, when Bartholomew was um, questioning the demon, the demon said, we get to their minds before we break down their bodies. Uh-huh. And he didn't like that Bartholomew bound him. So uh, the demon got one of his followers to kill Bartholomew. <laughs> Don't forget that, because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen to humans. When we start get really getting into these, um, these prophecies, you're going to really hear some chilling things. You're going to hear it. And it may not make you happy, and it, may, it might just bother you, because that's, that's the truth. People want truth, but they don't know how to handle truth. And people, you could, you could reject it all you want. It's moving full steam ahead, no matter what. Now, I'm on the next one. I therefore, Solomon, pray to the Most High, and I invoke the angel of whom, and I can't pronounce this name, but I'm going to try my best, um, Ina Fio. Enosiogos. Nah, I'll spell it. E N E P S I G O S. Enosiogos. I don't know, but just know it's this crazy name. Okay, spoke to me, and I'm gonna tell you uh, this demon. It is a shape of a woman, and it has two heads. That's what it is. Because if you look up that name, it pops up the demon. It pops up. Trust me, if I give you the names of the demons and you type it in, they will pop up. This is not a game. This ain't no, oh, this is remain to be seen. No. If you type these names into your phone or your laptop or your desktop or whatever you got, these demons will pop up. I'm not saying the, the picture of it. It could pop up the picture. I don't know. But the name itself, because I had to look that up myself. I was like, what, what the heck is this? And it popped right up. Just letting you know. Okay. And this demon with the two heads spoke to me and used, and used my seal. And I sealed her with a triple chain and placed her beneath the fastening of the chain. And I used the seal of the most high, which is the ring. And the spirit prophesied to me saying, this is what you... King Solomon do to us, the, the, um, after King Solomon wrapped her up with these chains and did all this stuff to her to bind her, she's saying, this, gosh, this is what you do to us when we come to you. <laughs> you know, they're always trying to bargain. But after a time, this is what she's saying to him, after a time, your kingdom shall be broken. And again, in season, this temple should be written asunder. That means it's going to be destroyed. And all Jerusalem shall be undone by the king of the Persians and the Medes and the Chaldeans. We will be learning who those are modern day later. And the vessels of this temple, which you make, shall be put to servile uses of the gods. That means when, I already told you, that people who worship devils do what the devils tell them. So what they will do, and this is in the scriptures, and it's in the book of Ezra. 
And it's in the book of Barak. Uh-huh. And Jeremiah. Ooh. Wow. What they did was the devil worshipers came and they destroyed the temples. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't destroy the temple without the most high. It, they couldn't destroy the temple with the most high in it. But since the children of Israel didn't listen, the most high said, I'm leaving. And he left. And that's how they was able to destroy the temple. Because you know they're going well. If the most high before you, who be against you? That's the scripture. Who's going to do anything to the most high? Who? Nobody. So he says, since you ain't listening, I'm out. Mm -hmm. So this is what the demon is telling Solomon. That didn't happen yet in Solomon's days. It didn't happen. Okay. Um, and the vessels of this temple, which you make, shall be put to servile uses of the gods. That's why I tell you, don't call the most high God, because the demons are gods. And so are some of the angels. They're gods and lords. Child. And along with them, above jars, the most high was, not the most high, Solomon and um, those who had the power given to them by the most high was putting, binding them in jars and stuff. Because remember, they spirits. Binding them in jars and doing certain things. Yeah. Um, Solomon brought, um, bind a lot of those demons in jars. And she's saying that the jars are going to be broken because trust me, if the demon could talk to you, he already got you. If you are listening to a demon and you answer them, he already got you. When the when Yeshua in the New Testament was casting out demons, which are devils, they would say something to the most um, to Yeshua, and the first thing Yeshua would say was, "Shut up! You ain't getting me. Are you crazy?" The only one he answered was the devil. And him and the devil was dueling. I already told you with the words. Shout. Anyway, along with the jars in which thou do shut us up. Remember, Solomon shut him up. Shall be broken by the hands of men. I already told you they're going to be summers. Summer, summers. They're going to have men um, come and break the jars. <laughs> summons. <laughs> I meant to say, but getting tongues out. Okay. And we shall go forth in great power here and there and be disseminated all over the world. That means they're going to be all over the world. Where are they now? All over. They ain't going nowhere. Just because people don't talk about them don't mean they went somewhere. Just because the heathens and the Gentiles, which is the pagans, rule this world right now, uh-huh, don't mean that they went anywhere. They're worshiping them. Why do you think the Most High said he don't want his children of Israel mixing and mingling? simply because the average pagan, which is a heathen and Gentile, the average pagan worships devils. What did the devil just say? That they're going to do what we say. You got the proof. This is the receipt right here. Okay. And the devil said that we're going to lead people astray. And we're going to be in the world for a long time until the son of the most high stretches upon the tree. Uh-huh, this is what she's saying to him. For never before does a king um, a king like him um, come and, and frustrate us all. When they say frustrate, that means plague them, get rid of them. Those um, whose mother should, should not have contact with a man, she's describing Yahshua. That's who she's describing. She's basically saying no human on this earth could get rid of us. Nobody except for Yahshua. 
that's the one who can get rid of us. Now there's some angels that fight with us and can destroy us. But remember the most high said he didn't, he ain't doing none of that yet until a certain time. So you can pray to the most high to have the angel that spars with that particular demon to come down here and fight with that demon and get rid of them. This is what the book of um, uh, the Testament of Solomon is about. So let me keep going. Wherefore, O King Solomon, this is the two-headed uh, demon still talking to him. Your time is evil and your years are short and evil and your servant, um, excuse me, your, therefore, O King Solomon, your time is evil and your years are short and evil and to your servant shall your kingdom be given. Mm-hmm. Now she didn't told Solomon, I'm getting ready to give you a little piece. I'm almost finished with this, but she didn't told Solomon what his future was. This is why the most high don't want you um, listening to the demons. Cause even though she said that, how do you know whether she telling the truth or lying? And I'm gonna tell you what Solomon said, but how do you know they lying or telling the truth? That's why you shouldn't listen to him. This is why the most high said what he said. You don't need to know why um, the most high said what he said. You need to trust what the most high said. But just in case you did, you don't believe it, there's books for everything. And people say, oh, no, I don't believe in religion. I believe in science. I didn't show you science. Science is saying it. For all those people who say, oh, no, my Jesus in this, I'm showing you that there's no Jesus. For all those people who got all those doubts, there's so many books that show you what it is. I already told you in the book of um, Enoch, that they're going to be lying. And why are they going to be lying? Because they're led by the devils. Good grief. Anyway, let me keep going. And Solomon, having heard this, glorified the most high, and he marveled at the apology of the demons, because the demons apologized to him. And I did not credit, listen to what um, Solomon is saying, he did not listen to them or believe what they said until it came true. And I did not believe their words. But when they were realized, that means when it came to fruition, then I understood. Now listen to what Solomon said. And at my death, I wrote this testament to the children of Israel and gave it to them so that they might know the powers of the demons and their shapes and their names of their angels by which these angels are frustrated. I already told you, the angels will come down here and fight with them. That's why they say frustrated. And I glorified the most high Yah of Israel and I commanded the spirits to be bound with bonds indissoluble. I already told you that the demon told Solomon, oh, we're going to get, we're going to get through these um, bonds because our people who glorify us, who idolize us, they're going to get rid of them. And they did. This is why this testament is here. Now I'm going to read this to you. I got two more things and then we can move on. I told you this lesson gonna be long. Now, and I commanded another demon to come before me. And this is the most, this is the harshest, powerfulest demon. And there came before me, oh no, not this one, 36 spirits. Their heads are shapeless like dogs, but they themselves were human in form. The faces of asses, faces of oxen, faces of birds. And I, Solomon, on hearing and seeing them, wondered, and I asked them and said, who are you? Now, let me stop there for a minute. For those people who know that there are um, 
what are that um those tombs in Egypt? What's on the wall? What's on the wall of Egypt? Not only the slaves, that's melanated. The Egyptians, that's melanated. What else is there? Gods, right? They call them gods. Osiris, all the rest of them. What do they have? Human bodies and animal heads. What did this demon that Solomon just saw have? Different animal heads and human bodies. Did I not say that the pagans and um, Egyptians are Hamites, pagans. Do they not um, worship devils? Do you not think that those people in biblical days didn't have power? The devils gave them power. They did. This is why the Most High said, I do not want you mixing and mingling with them. Good grief. Okay, let me keep going. Now he's, he's talking to these 36 spirits, but they of all one accord said in one voice, we are the 36 elements uh -huh, to the world rulers. What did the most high say? You not fighting flesh and blood, but rulers and wickedness. What did the most high say? They telling you who they are. Okay. They're the rulers. They're the rulers of darkness. Now you know where that bridge is where the um, Bible, you're not fighting with um, flesh and blood. That's the bridge, okay? They just telling you who they are now. Uh-huh, okay. But, O King Solomon, thou will not wrong us for imprisoning us or lay command on us. The demons is telling them, you ain't gonna do nothing to us. But since the Most High Yah has given you authority over every spirit in the air, and on the earth and under the earth, therefore we will present ourselves before you like the other spirits from ram and bull, from both twin and crab, lion and virgin, scales and scorpions, archer, goat horned, water pourer and fish. What, is, what did they just say? They just said all of the, um, all of the astrological signs. That's what they just said. They just described all the astrological signs. Uh-huh. Hmm. Now I'm getting ready to read this to you. Wait, let me keep, let me keep going. Um, and when they were gone, I ordered Ornias to be brought forward. Ornias is one of the most powerful ones, demons. I ordered Ornias to be brought forward. And I said to him, now, let me set the stage for you. And the stage is, remember um, Solomon is a king. So there was a man that had a son that didn't listen to him. Now the man was older and the son was younger. And what the son was doing was beating up on his father. He was beating up on his father. He was abusing his father. And you already know that's against the law. You're supposed to respect your mother and your father. Not only is that one of the one, uh, um, 613 laws is one of the 10 commandments obey your mother and father lest you um you lest you obey your mother and father lest your time on earth be short that is a law okay so this son was abusing his father and the father didn't have any control because he was too too old so what they did they came in front of um solomon 
and the father was complaining. My son is beating me up. My son is doing this. He's taking advantage of me. He's doing this to me. He's doing that. So Solomon asked, are you doing this to um, your father? And the son was like, no, I'm not doing none of that. I always respect my father, but the son was lying. Now, while the son, they explaining this in front of Solomon, the demon or Ornias is laughing. Now, I don't know if the father and the son could see this demon, but Solomon could see him. So the demon is laughing at this whole situation while the son and the father is standing in front of Solomon because the father reported um, him to Solomon so that he could stop. And the demon is laughing. So now I set the stage for you. And when they were gone, so Solomon kept hearing all this laughter, laughing. He was like mocking them. Solomon asked the son and the father to leave for a minute. And now he's going to have a conversation with the demon. Now listen. And when they were gone, he, the father and the son, they asked them to leave, um, leave in front of the court, go out for a minute. To be brought forward, I said to him, tell me how you know this. Now, when he started when he started laughing at the son, um, the father and the son, Solomon asked the demon, they, the father and the son's not in the room with them now. Solomon asked the demon, why do you keep laughing? And the demon said, excuse me, Ornias said, I'm laughing because he wants the son to get out of his life for abusing him, but the son is getting ready to die in a couple of days. And Solomon, you already know not to listen to a demon. I already told you he don't listen to them until it comes true. Because demons lie just like they father the devil. So he, Solomon didn't really want to believe him, but he was saying, well, how do you know this? How do you know that the son is going to die? And I'm getting ready to tell you how he knows. Now, tell me how you know this. This is Solomon, and this is Onias, Onias answering. And Onias answered, we demons ascend the firmament of heaven. I already told you the firmament is the skies. And fly around the stars. So you already know they fly around the stars because you know they hang around the stars. That's why the most high don't want you doing astrological signs, astrology, none of that. Don't read the stars, this, that, and the other. Don't do none of that. And we hear the sentences that go forth upon the souls of men. And with forth we come, and whether by force of influence or by fire or by sword or by some accident, that's how humans die. We veil our act of destruction. And if a man does not die by some untimely disaster or by violence, then we demons transform ourselves in such a way as to appear to men to be worshiped in our human nature. Say what? He just said that they fly around the firmament and they can hear what the angels in the real heaven are saying. Now, you already know that we are human beings. We born and we die. There is a time that we're going to die. So when it's our time to die, the demons are listening. And if we don't die at that time and we are spared to go a little while longer, this is when the demons will come and they start poking at you. Not only do they do that, they can possess you. He just said he possesses a man and that's how they worship. Think of somebody who has a real um, 
real narcissistic behavior. Everything is me. I don't care about nobody else. Nothing else matters but me. Me, 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 me. Where'd that come from? Think about all those. Those personality disorders, all that stuff. I'm not saying every lit. Personality disorder is not a chemical imbalance. Okay? Okay? I say there's psychological disconnects, which is chemical imbalances in humans. Some of those things are not that. He just told you what it was. He just said that. They fly around. They can hear everything. In the spiritual world, everything's open. You just can't cross over. And that's in Abraham's bosom. You just can't cross over. If I was in the spiritual realm and you were in the spiritual realm, I would be able to see you, but I couldn't go over there with you. And you couldn't come over here with me. That's how it is. The demons can't go up there with this, um, this, uh, the, um, the heavenly beings in the heavens, meaning the seven heavens, not in the firmament in the skies. There's wickedness is in the skies. They wouldn't be able to go cross. They could see the other spirits and everything. They just can't cross. Now, the, the righteous angels could come down here because they got the permission from the most high. But the demons can't. I'm telling you how powerful the most high is. Like people can't even wrap their heads around the concept of how powerful the most high is. I'm giving you a little piece of how the most high is. His realm is, I wouldn't be able to even let you get you to understand how powerful it is. I can barely understand it. This is how everything is structured behind the veil. I didn't already told you. Now I'm reading the last part and I already told you this is long, honey. Hold on to your butts. Now I'm getting ready to read you the last part. Therefore, having heard this, he heard from the Oniris, glorified the Most High. And again, I questioned the demon, saying, Tell me how you can ascend into the heavens, being demons, and uh, fly around the stars and holy angels intermingle and he answered just as the things are fulfilled in heaven so also on earth i already told you are fulfilled the types of all of them now there's demons on earth and there's spirit, heavenly beings in the in the firmament which is in the skies and in the seven heavens when i say seven heavens that's where the um the heavenly angels that serve the most high that's where they are when I say in the heavens and the firmament, I'm talking about the skies. That's wickedness and unrighteousness in the skies. Okay? For there are principalities. I'm going to tell you now, this is what's in the regular firmament in the skies. Most high said there's wickedness there. You ain't fighting flesh and blood. Here go another bridge. For there are principalities, authorities, world rulers in the skies. And we demons fly about in the air and we hear the voices of the heavenly beings and survey all the powers. And as having no ground or basis on which to align and rest, we lose strength and fall off like leaves from trees. That means they're flying up in the air trying to listen to air, uh, air hustle or um, eavesdrop for the older ones. <laughs> And they can't hold on. They can only go up there for a certain time and listen to some of the stuff. And men seeing us imagine that the stars are falling from the skies. Those, um, those um, falling shooting stars, he just told you what those were. He just told you what the shooting stars were. Okay. 
So they fall like leaves from the trees. And men seeing that, imagine that they the stars falling from heaven. So what do they think that is? They think, they think that demons falling from the skies is shooting stars. He just said that. Okay. But it is not really so, okay. But we fall because our weakness and because we have nowhere anything to lay hold of. And so we fall down like lightning. Shooting a star. In the depth of the night and suddenly. And we set cities in flames and fire the fields. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. For the stars have firm foundations in the heavens like the sun and the moon. You know why they can't stay up in the heavens? Because the most high thrashed them down. I didn't already say what I said. So they try to fly up there for a minute, listen to stuff, and they fall back down because they can't hold on. The heavens, the, um, the um, moon, the sun, the stars, are held up by the name of the Most High. Mm -hmm. And that's in the book of Enoch. There is a covenant in the heavens. That's why they sit up like that. There's a covenant. The Most High has a contract with everything in the universe. And that's a mystery I just told you. And you just heard it from the demon. Okay? We're not playing these games, baby. Uh-huh. Now I'm going back. Now, I just, I didn't even scratch the surface. I'm just telling you about the astrological signs where they come from and who's hiding behind them. You just knew that. Now we can ready to talk about the days. Astrological, I'm picking up where I was, astrological entities, mostly planets, and thus from the gods themselves, first in Greek, then translated in Latin, which that Bible was translated that had all of those um, errors in it that got Jesus. Uh-huh, Jesus, uh-uh another lie from hell where they spread through Europe and Roman deities. Now I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to hit you with something right now. I'm about to hit you with it. Here we go. Mm -hmm. All right. Now give me a minute. Here we go. Now I'm getting ready to read the days of the week. Now, the days of the week I got from the encyclopedia and the world almanac. I'm going to say it again. The encyclopedia, which is scientific, and the world almanac. What's the world almanac? The world almanac, you should know what the encyclopedia is. That's scientific words. Those are the words. Way back in the days, I ain't going to date myself. All the older people used to get the whole set of encyclopedia. Why? For scientific knowledge. So now people don't really sell encyclopedias, not unless you got your old ones, which maybe works for them. But anyway, um, you could look online for the encyclopedia. That's where it is. And the World Almanac. What is the World Almanac? A almanac, regular almanac, it tells you about the science of the earth. It tells you when to plant. It tells you what zone you're in. It tells you the days and months you should be planting. And it tells you more stuff like that. All science. So now I'm getting ready to read science to you, which you know, science ain't nothing but a social construct from pagans. So all you people who keep going, oh no, I believe in science. Of course you do, because you're governed by the devil, period. 
Because where does that science come from? The devil. Anyway, here we go. Now, the English language days of the week are named after celestial bodies and mythological figures from history. A mishmash of cultures and traditions have had an influence on the naming of the days. For those of us studying the English language, they provide a fascinating insight into the way that language is formed. English draws upon ancient Greek, uh-huh, Latin and German languages. And these influences can all be seen in the names of the days of the week. Now, let me put a pen in there for a minute. And we're gonna do a lesson on what I'm getting ready to say. I already told you that Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, right? I already read to you what nations they are. When I just read to you, the English draws from Greek, Latin, and German. Who am I referring to? I am referring to Japheth, who is the father of European nations. Know that and don't forget it because the devil fools the world in every way and he's fooling the world just as we speak. Don't forget that because I'm going to do a lesson on that. Okay, so where did all this English speaking and all that stuff? I already told you. Greek, England, Latin, and German. Languages of these influence can all be seen in the names of the day of the week. Okay, we use them every day without realizing just how much they tell us about our language and history. And they serve to show us the similarities between English and so many other European languages. What did the most high say? They all worship devils. Okay. What is in your language? What is in your English? Oh, forget it. Forget it. Okay. Let's take a look at the seven days of the week and how they came to be named. Greek and Roman gods. Mm-hmm. The original order of the days between the first and the third centuries was Sun, Moon, Aries, Hermes, Zeus, Aphrodite, and Kronos, mm -hmm. otherwise known as Greek mythology. These are named after the heavenly bodies that presided over the first daylight hour of each day, according to the Hellenistic astrology. What did the Most High say? Don't you start following that astrology. Why? Because it's from the devils. Anyway, from Greece, the planetary week names passed to the Romans from Latin to other languages of Southern and Western Europe and to other languages later influenced by them. Who does the devil fool? The whole world in every way. Why did the Romans name the days of the week after their gods names for the planets? Because they saw a connection between their gods and the changing face of the nighttime sky. Mm -hmm. The ones they were able to see in the sky each night were Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. Uh-huh. Those five planets plus the moon and some made seven major astronomical bodies. So it was natural to use these seven names when the seven-day week arrived. Uh-huh. Now, here we go. Sunday, the first day of the week. How does the devil fool the world? Because Sunday is not the first day of the week. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it is. 
the first, I'm going to read two to you, okay? Because I got a few. But anyway, the first day of the week was named after the sun, Dies Solis, day of the sun in Latin, and later Sonnendages in Old Germanic. Yeah, German. It's easy to see where the English word Sunday comes from here. Now I'm going to read this other one. I already told you, Encyclopedia and World Almanac. Sunday means sun's day, which came from the Latin term dies solus. The Latin translation of the day is di, uh, diamantia, whose root word was retained by the other Romans, Roman languages. Thus, it is called dimanche in French, domingo in Spanish, and demancia in Italian. In Dutch, Sunday is translated as Zondag, while it is Sontag in German. Now I'm reading Monday. It's similarly easy to see where this weekday came from. This is Monday, origin originates too. Monday is the moon's day. Des Lumine in Latin, becoming moon and dog in Old English. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, whereas most English days of the week retain their associations with the Roman gods, soon were substituted for the names of the equivalent German gods because English is a Germanic language. Tuesday was named for the Roman god of war, Mars. So in Latin was known as Des Martes. However, in Germanic god of war was known as Tu. Is T I U Q. And the English day of the week was derived from the Germanic God's name instead, first known as Tuesday, T I W S D A Y, and eventually Tuesday. Wednesday, similarly, the Germanic equivalent of the Roman god Mercury was the equi e <clears throat> equivalent swift. Warden, water, swift water. Hmm. And so this day, which started out in Latin as Des Mercury, became Warden's Day in Old Germanic, eventually becoming Wednesday in English. Warden's Day, W O D E N S. Thursday, Jupiter, also known as Jove. Mm -hmm. Jove. It wasn't no J's 500 years ago. Anyway, is the supreme Roman God and patron of the Roman state. He is the God that created thunder and lightning. Thor is the Norse God of thunder, often show riding through the sky in a chariot. And it's from the Norse God that we see the Latin Deus Jovis, day of Jupiter, become Thursday and eventually Thursday. Uh-huh. Friday. Venus is the Roman goddess of love and beauty. And in Latin, her day was known as Dies Verneus Veneris. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Dies Veneris. We get the English name for Venus's day from Frigg, the Norse goddess of love 
and the heavens and possibly Freya. The Teutonic goddess of love and beauty and Germanic, we have Frigs, Frigs, Dages, later becoming Friday in English. Yeah. The last one, Saturday. We end with the easy one. Saturn is the Roman god of agriculture known in ancient Greek as Kronos. In Latin, we have Dies Saturni. And it's not heard to see that set hard. Sorry, it's late. It's 11.50, honey. I'm tired. I'm rushing. Okay. It is not hard to see that Saturday today is still very much Saturn's day. I just read to you the days of the week. Does that seem like it's the most highest days? No, it's not. Okay. Now I'm getting ready to read to you the months of the year. You already read the pagan days of the week. Now you're getting ready to read. I'm getting ready to read the pagan months of the year. Oh, where is it? Okay. All right. This is also, like I said, from the um, Almanac and the Encyclopedia, the World Almanac and Encyclopedia. How do our calendar, how our calendar came to be? The ancient Roman calendar, today we follow the Gregorian calendar but it's based on the ancient Roman calendar believed to be invented by Romulus, who served as the first king of Rome around 753 BC. The Roman calendar, a complicated lunar calendar, that's the stars and the moon, had 12 months like our current calendar, but only 10 of the months have formal names. Basically, winter was dead, a dead period of time. Remember what I said. I mean, remember what I just said about that. Winter was a dead period of time. Why do I, why is it here? And what do I mean about that? The most high is life. Didn't I tell you the most high was life? So if the most high is life, then his son is life, right? I'm getting ready to read to you the days, I mean, the months of the year. It just said winter was a dead period of time. Why would the Most High's birth be in a dead period of time? You see how the conflict is? December 25th, that's, a de that's the winter, the dead period of time. Why would the Most High be born in a dead period of time? You want to know what Christmas really is? It's called Yule. Y-U-Y-O-U-L-Y-U-L-E. Y-U-L-E. That's what it is. It is a pagan holiday when people celebrate. The, Roman, um, the Romans mixed the pagan holidays with the Mashiach. The reason why they did that, and I'm going to keep reading, but the reason why they did that is because the last Roman ruler, I forgot his name off the top of my head the last Roman ruler, Constantine, he mixed everything together because the, um, the, um, the whole Rome was breaking up. You know how times change and, you know, they wasn't the, rule, the world power anymore. It was breaking up. So he wanted to keep it together as 
much as he could under his rule. So he was taking pagan holidays and um, everybody and mixing everything together. And that's how you got Christmas, quote unquote. The devil fools the world in every way. If you do not believe what I'm saying, look it up. It's just what I'm saying. Look it up. Do a little bit of homework and you will find what I'm saying is true. Now I'm going back to this. The winter is a dead period of time when the government and military wasn't active. So they only had names for the time period we think of as March through December. Listen to what I'm saying. March, Martius, this is all Roman, was named for Mars, the god of war, because this was the month when active military campaigns resumed. Now I'm gonna give you a little another piece. There's scriptures in the New Testament that talks about barbarians. Who were the barbarians? Them, the Romans, they barbarians. Mm -hmm. Read the book of Romans, you'll see. May, which is Maeus and June, Junus, were also named for goddesses. Maya and Juno, April, Aprilis, A-P-R-I-L-I-S, Aprilis, is thought to stem from the Latin aprio, meaning to open, a reference to the opening buds of springtime. Now, don't you think the Most High would send his son to the earth during a time of rebirth? during the time of birth and life, instead of the time of death, this is another lie from the devil. I already told you the devil is fooling everybody. You gotta think about all the things that's happening and why, how these things came into being. Okay, now I'm gonna read it again. April, Aprilis is thought to stamp, is thought, to stem from the Latin aprio, meaning to open, a reference to the opening buds of springtime. The rest of the months are simply numbered. Their original names in Latin meant the fifth quatrinalis, I can't pronounce these, so please forgive me. The sixth, sectilius, the seventh, September, September means seventh, eight means October, ak. Octagon, octopus, eight legs, octopus. Okay, that means eight. October means eight. September means seven. Okay, November means ninth, and the tenth means December. This is what you people are full, baby. They full. Okay. Eventually, January, Januaryus, and February, Februaryus were added to the end, the end of the year, given all 12 months proper names. January was named after Janus, the Roman god of beginnings and transitions, while February's name is believed to stem from Fabria, yeah, Fabrua, the ancient festival dedicated to ritual springtime cleaning and washing. Julian calendar updates. When Julius Caesar became Pontificus Maximus, he reformed the Roman calendar so that the 12 months were based on Earth's revolutions around the sun. 
What did I tell you? They worship devils. What did I tell you? These devils just told you where they hide in the stars. They the stars. Ah, oh, boy. It was the solar calendar as we had today. January and February were moved to the front of the year and leap years were introduced to keep the calendar year lined up with the solar year. Did I not tell you this whole life, everything we live in is a lie? I already told you that we living in a matrix. I'm not joking to you when I tell you, the more I re reveal things to you, the more you're gonna know, you'll see, okay? They worship the sun, I just read that. They worship in everything, rocks, stone, wood, the most high said this since the beginning. He don't want his children mingling with people who keep going with this. He said, if you are a friend of the world, you're not a friend of his. Everything you do, everything you believe, your whole foundation is built on a lie. You were indoctrinated in the devils, period. Even the children of Israel, simply because they didn't listen to the most high. I will continue. The winter months, January and February, remain a time of reflection, peace, and new beginnings and purification. After Caesar's death, the month, oh gosh, I can't even pronounce this, Quintilius was renamed July in honor of Julius Caesar in 44 BC. And after Sectilius was renamed August in honor of the Roman Empress, Emperor, excuse me. Augustus in 8 BC. Of course, all the remaining and <laughs> reorganizing meant that some of the month's names no longer agreed with their position in the calendar. Yes, and I'm going to say it. December is supposed to be 10. The, the name December is really 10. So how did it get 12? This is what it's telling you. Of course, all of the remaining and reorganizing meant some of the month's names no longer agree with their position in the calendar. Yeah. So October, that's the eighth month. It means, October means eight. That is now 10. Did they not move it all around? First of all, the Most High never named any months. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove that to you in a minute. September to December, for example, later emperors tried to name various months after themselves but those changes did not outlive them. Today's Gregorian calendar, quite a bit later in 1582, Pope Gregory XIII introduced a number of reforms to the Julian calendar as there were still some inaccuracies and adjustments to be made. Who were they to be? Let me stop that right now. Did you hear what I said? And I'm gonna read it again. Quite a bit later, on 1582, Pope Gregory XIII introduced a number of reforms to the Julian calendar, as there are still some inaccuracies and adjustments to be made. Now, let me just stop that for a minute, and I might read it again, but just let me stop it. What is the name of this lesson? The name of the lesson is Changing of the Times and Dates. This is a prophecy from um, the Most High to Daniel when the Most High tells Daniel that the devil is going to change the times and the dates. Who are we talking about? Who changed the times and the dates? The Romans, right? Uh-huh. So who, who is the Pope? He's the head of the, the Roman church. 
in Revelation, they said the whore is on the great dragon. Who is the great whore? It's the Catholic Church. Do some homework. They changed the times and the dates. The Most High said the devil is going to be doing all of this. The great whore and the dragon. Who do you think the dragon is? And the great whore that's on the dragon. Sure. I'm deciphering prophecy to you right now. Now, some inaccuracies and adjustments to be made. Mainly the Julian, Julian calendar had overestimated the amount of time it took the earth to orbit the sun. So the Gregorian calendar shortened the calendar year from 365.25 days to 365.2425 days. What is the devil doing? Changing times and dates? I'm, I'm gonna tell you something after I finish this. This meant that the calendar could be more easily corrected by leap years and that the dates of the equinoxes and solstices and thus the date of Easter once again lined up with the other observed dates. The most high is not a most high of confusion. When he made the world, everything goes in a circle and it doesn't miss a beat. He don't have to adjust days, 365 point quarter, this, that. The real days of the year, and this is in the book of Enoch, is 364 days. That's it. 364 days. And there's a reason why it's 364 days. And I'm going to tell you this. The most high values certain numbers. There's certain spiritual numbers that go with the most high. Did you hear what I said? 364 is one of them. Each one of those numbers. And it means something. But pagans, which is heathens and Gentiles, they don't know because they was never given this information. So what are they doing to the earth? They're doing whatever they want to. I already told you that Adam gave his power away to the devil a long time ago. And the devil is plaguing the heathens, which is the pagans. I already told you this. You know this. The Bible is telling you this. The other scriptures that go with the Bible is telling you this. How many ways do I have to tell you that the devil is fooling you? Who on earth got the power to adjust the days? Nobody. This is why the most I say you're going to get them. You, you ain't no God. You're not that. And when I say God, I mean even a, a heavenly being or a spirit. You're not even that. At least in the fifth heaven, there's gods and lords. You're not even that. You are being led by the devils, period. This is what it says in the scriptures. I'm breaking it down to you because I'm able to break it down for you. Know that, okay? The devil fools the whole world. I didn't already told you by the days of the week what the days of the week is named up and, and the months of the year. I didn't already said what I said. Now I'm getting ready to talk about the hours in the day. Okay. Now, this is about the hours in the day. I'm getting ready to read this to you. And again, I told you where I got this from. 
a constant day on the sun passing a local meridian at noon or at midnight based on the geographical longitude and the time of the year to some extent measure about 24 hours and give or take 30 seconds. Did you hear what I said? This came from the World Almanac and Encyclopedia. What are they known for? Scientists, scientific um, thought, scientific definition, scientific um, ways of how this earth works. What did I just read to you? They say according to the time of the year and longitude and the earth, they looking at the earth and, 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 um, and believe in the earth. And what did the most high say about the earth? That the earth is going to pass away, right? Because it's wicked. It is. Why is it wicked? Because the prince of the air is ruling it. And what did the scientific um, uh, uh, almanac, world almanac and encyclopedia say? That they base the hours in the day on various things connected to the earth, give or take 30 seconds is 24 hours a day. That's what the world says. That's what the world says. Remember, the most I said, if you a friend of the world, you ain't a friend of mine. Now I'm going to tell you what the most I said. Now I done already broke down the days of the week. I already broke down the, um, the months of the year. I broke down the astrological signs, what it means and what's there, how you um, glorifying them and idolizing them and what they are, demons. I already broke everything down to you. Now I'm getting ready to go to the scriptures. I'm about to go to the scriptures. Now, I'm gonna read something to you. I'm gonna read two things to you. I'm getting ready to break down the apocalypse of Paul. And I'm gonna tell you what the most high said to Paul. I already told you the Paul, Paul is the apostle to the Gentiles. Yahshua chose him right after Judas betrayed him. The most high, um, Yahshua, I keep saying the most high, but the most high is Yahshua in the flesh. Yahshua said, I chose all 12 of you and one of you is a devil. Did you not know that the most high already did all this before the foundation of the world? He knew Judas was a devil and he still chose him. Do you understand how it works? The most high is the father of all the spirits. Can't nobody do nothing to the most high, baby. We as human beings, this flesh, all the flesh is going to die. All of it. Okay? All of it. I don't know who's telling you that someone's going to be saving this. You can't go to the next life in this flesh because the flesh is wicked and evil and ruled by the devil. Where is it that it says that you're going to go to the next life in this flesh? Nowhere. It's not scriptural. The most high himself and Yahshua said the flesh has to die. It has to. Now, I'm getting ready to read something to you. And this is the vision of Paul, a.k.a. the apocalypse of Paul. And this is what it says. This is what the Most High is saying to the spirits. Because he's getting sick and tired of humans. And like I said, it's going to be a time of reckoning for them. Just what? It's so many things happening. So much intricacies that is going to go on with this earth. That's why you're not ready to handle this truth. You got to be in a headspace that the most high is going to be able to give you this truth. Everybody ain't going to be able to handle this truth because if you know you in a car and it's getting ready to go and everybody in the car, even you, is going to burn up, what you going to do? You can't do nothing. So what's the point? He got to give you 
the ability to handle this truth. Now I'm going to read it to you. This is the apocalypse of Paul. And this is the most high talking. This is the most high representative because you already know the most high is too holy for anybody to see him. There's only a few people that ever see him. Those are the archangels and um, Yahshua. And there's um, other things that are able to see him, but we can't. But the most high always sends his representative and even a representative is holy. So you would think that you, you would be um, looking at the most high, but you're really not. That's how holy this other being is. But anyway, just listen. This is what the most high says. Behold, then ye children of men, the creature is subject to the most high. That means the most high got control over the devil and all the devils. But mankind is the only one that sins. What did the most high say? The creature that the most high calls the devil the creature, because he is. The creature is subject to the most high, but all the humans sin. I just told you that. And I always tell you that. I always say it in my own way, but I'm reading the scriptures right to you. Behold, the children of men, the creature is subject unto the most high, but humans are the only ones that sin. Didn't I tell you that the devil does the most high's job? The devil does the job of the most high. Mm -hmm. And his job is to weed out the rebels. The most high just said it. Not only does he do that, he tries to take whoever he can. That's why you ain't supposed to be listening to him. That's why if you're in the most high, who, who can combat you? You focusing on the most high, you ain't looking at nothing else. You ain't listening to nobody else. We already know that. Uh, we already know even Yeshua told the demons to shut up because he ain't trying to hear the demons. The only one he sparred with was the devil and him and the devil was sparring and he sent the devil packing. The most high said that the creature is controlled by him. And if you don't believe that, go to the Testament of Job. Go to the book of Job. And it, that's all it talks about. The devil had to ask the Most High, can I get to Job? And the Most High said, sure, but you better not kill him. You're not going to kill him because he's mine. Go ahead. The, the Most High already knew that Job was going to be faithful. He knew to the day he didn't take a breath, even though he wasn't going to die. He didn't, Job didn't know he wasn't going to die. But all the stuff that happened to Job, Job hold on, held on and clung to the Most High and held up the word of the Most High. And even though those worms was coming out his body and he was sitting on dung and he didn't have nothing else, he still held on to the Most High. And what did the Most High do? Blessed him sevenfold. And that's what we got to do. I'm telling you, the Most High said everything is under his command, but the only ones who sin is humans and that's why he getting ready to get them let me keep reading therefore the children of men bless ye the most high yah without ceasing every day and all hours and all days but especially when the sun sets i'm getting ready to tell you this now this this right here proves to you and i'm going to read some other things too that there's 12 hours in a day and not 24, give and, thir uh, give and take 30 seconds. It's not. Now, the world is telling you that there's 24 hours in a day, but not the most high. The most high, his representative is speaking to um, Paul, who most of the New Testament, Paul, well, I can't say he wrote it, 
the Gentiles, the pagans put all of his writings, most of his writings in the New Testament. They did that. They did that on purpose, but that's all right because the children of Israel already understand what's going on because the Most High is sending that Ruach all over to tap people on the shoulder and tell them what it means. Because mm -hmm. most of these people who put the papers together, they don't even know what it means. Anyway, okay. I already read to you that the creature is subject to the Most High but the only ones who sin is um, the children. Now, I already told you too, that the world is saying that there's 24 hours, but that's not what the Most High said. Now, I'm not gonna read the rest of this until I read this scriptural verse, then I'll go to that, because I'm gonna tell you why the Most High said it's only 12 hours. It's only 12 hours in the day and 12 hours in the night. And why is that? I'm getting ready to read it to you. So now it says, Hold on. Okay. This is what it says. I'm going to read a few and then I, I'll read what the Most High said. This is Genesis 1, 1 through 5. This is proof that it's only 12 hours in a day. In the beginning, the Most High created the heavens and the earth. Excuse me. The, her, the earth was without form and void. The darkness was over the face of the deep. Excuse me. And the spirit of the Most High was hovering over the face of the waters. And the Most High said, let there be light. And there was light. And the Most High saw that the light was good. And the Most High separated the light from the darkness. And the Most High called the light day and the darkness he called night. That's one. So you, you hear light was day and darkness was night. So that's two different things, right? 12 and 12. Okay. Now I'm gonna read to you. Genesis 1 and 14. And the Most High said, let there be light in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. What did the Most High say? I'm gonna say it again. Let there be lights in the expanse. That means in the universe and the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. Did he say anything about months? Hmm? Nope. John 11 and nine. Yeshua said, are there not 12 hours in a day? If anyone walks in the day and does not stumble because he sees the light of the world. Let me say it again. Yahshua said, who was the son, one and only separated son of the most high, the one and only. Are there not 12 hours in a day? That's what the most high son said. But the world said it was 24 hours in a day. Now I'm getting ready to read to you why 
there's um, 12 hours in a day and 12 hours at night. After I read this to you, I'm going to explain to you what it says because you may not understand it. Therefore, ye children of men, bless ye the most high without ceasing every day in every way. But especially when the sun sets, that's when it's, the sun is going down, it's going to be night. For in that hour do all the angels go to the most high and worship him and present the deeds of men, which every man does from the morning until evening, whether it be good or evil. And there is an angel that goes forth rejoicing, rejoicing from the man in whom he dwells. When therefore the sun is set at the first hour of the night, the, in the same hour goes the angel of every people and of every man and woman, which protect and keep them because man is the, made in the image of the most high. And likewise at the hour of morning, which is the 12th hour of the night, do all the angels of men and women go to meet the most high and present all the work which every man have done, whether it be good or bad. What did I just say to you? There's 12 hours in the day and there's 12 hours at night. So what happens is you already know the most high is not a most high of confusion. You already know he made everything perfect. So what he did, 12 hours in a day, every angel that walks with every human being is with them protecting them. At night when they go to sleep, the angels leave them and they go to the most high and report and record everything that they did. That's why there's 12 hours in a day and 12 hours at night. But the whole world, the heathens, the pagans, the Gentiles, the devils would tell you that it's 24 hours in a day. How does the devil fool the whole world? In every way possible. I already told you the devil fools the whole world. This, I, this, I've been doing this, ooh, it gotta be like two hours, 10, but it's almost two hours if it ain't two hours and some change already. And all I'm talking about is the days of the week. I only gave you a little bit and the months of the year and the, and the hours in the day. I only did that. Can you imagine if I was giving you without um, fixing how the devil fools the whole world? I'll be here for weeks. It's two hours and I'm only explaining the days of the week, the months of the year and um, 12 hours in a day. And I've been sitting here for two hours telling you because I'm grabbing scriptures. I already told you I'm coming with receipts, baby. I'm not coming with two and three receipts. I'm coming with a boatload of receipts. I couldn't possibly give you all the information that will back up what, how much the devil lies. I couldn't possibly, because I'll be here for months, probably years. I'm telling you that the devil fools the whole world. Now, I read to you the apocalypse of Paul. I already told you why there's 12 hours in the day. What happens? During the 12 hours in the daytime and the 12 hours at night, I already told you that the angels report to the most high at night and in the day they walk with you. That is also a bridge to the shepherd of Hormos. It says that too, okay? That's another bridge. I already told you it's like a 500 piece puzzle, honey. 
everything fits together and the most high will send the Ruach down to help you connect those dots. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. I'm telling you, this walk is serious. This is not a joke. This is not a game. Okay. I already read to you from the um, book of Enoch, telling you that the people, the heathens, the pagans hid the books. They lie into you. They worship devils. I already told you that. And I told you in the um, apocalypse of Paul, AKA the vision of Paul, what happens and why it's 12 hours in the day and 12 hours in the night. I already told you that. And I read to you the Testament of Solomon that lets you know the astrological signs of the months and the days is devils. And I also read to you from a science book from the World Almanac and the Encyclopedia that is paganism. It's telling you itself is paganism. And they still like it. Aha, uh -huh, it's paganism. Yes, the devil fools the whole world. This is not a joke and it's not a game. Okay, it's not a game. That's why the Most High said, I'm going to shorten the days because the devil is wreaking havoc. And he is. He got everybody believing his shenanigans. Now, we're going to go to the regular Bible. And I'm going to read you some things. Now, I want to back some stuff up and then I'm going to read this thing to you. Why? Let me read this first. Why did the Most High said he don't want the children of Israel mingling? I already said it, but I'm going to read it from Deuteronomy 7, 3 through 6. This is why the Most High. It's not because the children of Israel are better than anybody else. He said this in the scriptures. I chose you as a set apart people, not because you better than anybody else, not because you more special, because I promised Abraham number one, and I'm going to keep my promise. That's why the children of Israel are set apart people. That's it. That's how simple it is. Because he promised Abraham that I'm going to um, bless your people. And that's why. That's the only reason. It's nothing more special. It's nothing more nothing. That's why the Most High gives, um, don't have no favorites. He promised somebody that they're going to be a set apart. And that's it. He's keeping his promise. That's it. But it don't mean he's not going to reprimand you. And I'm going to tell you, the rest of the world are pagans. You just read it. The devil is leading everybody. The devil fools the whole world except the very elect. I already told you that. It's in the book. You can read it yourself. I already read it a thousand times. And now I'm getting ready to read something else. And we can ready to go through this. Let me get a um, little break right here get something to drink because I've been talking for two hours. Okay. Now, let me read Deuteronomy 7, 3 through 6. And this would have said, think about the numbers I said, Deuteronomy 7. One, 7 is the most highest number. It's perfect. That's his number. Listen, neither the He's talking to the children of Israel. This is blessings and curses of the children of Israel. Neither should you marry them. Do not get your daughter. This, the Most High is telling the children of Israel, I don't want you marrying outside your nation because everybody worships devils. What does what he say? Everybody worships devils. I just proved to you. Everybody who goes by that calendar, everybody who goes by the day of the week, everybody who goes by all of that, they worship devils because you're worshiping the days of the week. You're observing holidays that are pagan. I just told you. This is why. I just told you. That's one. Anyway, 
neither shall you marry any of them. Don't give your daughter to their sons and don't give your sons to their daughters for they will turn you away. They will turn your, excuse me. I wrote it in my own hand right in and now I'm just looking at it like what? For they will turn away your son from following me that they may serve devils. So will the anger of the most high be kindled. That means he's gonna be angry against you and destroy you suddenly. But these shall ye deal with them. Ye shall destroy their altars. This is what the Most High is telling the children of Israel. Get rid of their altars. All the stuff that they um, worship, all these little statues and stuff that's in people's house. You ain't supposed to be having that in there, especially if you're a child of Israel. And break them down. Throw away their images. Cut down the groves. Burn their graven images with fire. For you are a holy people unto the Most High. The Most High has chosen you to be a special people unto himself above all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Why did the, um, the Most High want the children of Israel not to marry outside? Because everybody else is following the devil. The world is following the devil. That's why he don't want them doing that. Because I'm going to tell you this, you marry somebody that's Catholic, and I already told you what the Pope was and the whole Catholic Church was. You marry the first thing they want to do, and they're gonna be adamant about following Catholicism. And you ain't. You might be Yasharel or you might be something um, going with somebody else. They're gonna make sure, especially if it's a woman, because the woman's the one who really rear, rears the children. They're gonna follow, they're gonna make sure that their children follow their beliefs and not yours. This is why. Same thing with the men. The men will marry a woman of a pagan and that woman will raise their child pagan. And when I mean pagan, I mean religious because religious is paganism. <laughs> Spirituality and religion, two different things. Religion is paganism. Same thing with a woman. A woman will go with a man. The first thing the man want to do if he's deep into paganism is want them kids to be in paganism. And what is the woman going to do? Not unless she's a hellraiser and she going, I ain't doing none of that. That's why the most high do not want you with them. Now I'm going to answer this because people get worried when they say, oh my goodness, I, either I'm married to a, a Gentile or a pagan, or I'm with a pagan. I'm going to do my best to make sure that, that the child is following the most high. There's so many things that talk about that. But what I will say is there's two things. Number one, there were um children they call hebrew ish in the scriptures did they transgress and they got put to death yeah <laughs> i'm just telling you there is a such thing it says in the scriptures hebrew ish it don't say nothing about jewish but it says hebrew ish but i will since i said jewish i will break down what i mean now i looked in a jewish quote unquote jewish dictionary to find out what it means you already know there was no J's 500 years ago. I have a book, it's called a Sifa. And what happened is people go back and they decipher from the original scrolls and they put all the original words in as much as they can. They'll write it in regular English, but the important Hebrew words, they will put in there. And then they will tell you what they mean. 
Now, in the King James Bible, it says Jewish in the New Testament, but there wasn't no Jewish. There wasn't no such thing as Jewish. And when you look in my Bible, I look at it and it says Yahudi. That's what it says. Yahudi, when you break that down, means Yahuda, which is Judah, when they call it Judah. So that's what they call in them. Judah-ish, that's what it is. Because ish means kind of like, almost like, that's what ish means. So you're saying Judah-ish people. That's what Jewish means. Judah is not Judah. It's not Judah because there's no J's, but I'll just say Judah for the sake of putting a J in it. But it's Yahudi. That's what it is. Yahudi. That's the original word. And Yahudi means Yahuda. Yahudi is the plural of Yahuda. So what they saying, this is in a Jewish dictionary, what they saying is these people are from Judah. So Judah-ish people, that's what Jewish means, Judah-ish. How can you be Judah-ish? That's just like being Hebrew-ish. And I'll leave it at that. Now, I'm going to go to the scriptures. Now I'm going to read to you. I already read. I already read from those. Oh, and by the way, the people that I read from, Book of Enoch, he's a prophet. He's a scribe of righteousness. He's with the Most High right now. Solomon was also a prophet. I already told you the Most High gave... Um, our ancestors, the end from the beginning, when he's telling them stuff that's going to happen in the, um, in the uh, days towards the end of the book, that's prophecy. So they're prophets. Only prophets are preppy to that. So Enoch, we already know, is a major agent, 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 because he is the scribe of righteousness, the only one who has been witness to the heavens, the real heavens. Solomon, which is King David's son, is a prophet also. The vision of Paul, Paul's a prophet. All the apostles are prophets. All of them are prophets. I just read you three prophets, okay? Now I'm gonna read Bible verses and then we're gonna sign off. I'm sorry this is so long, but I got to let you know some real stuff. Now I've been giving you little things, you know, for our daily lessons and stuff like that, maybe an hour, maybe less. But when I start getting into this real stuff, honey, I'm going to need all your attention and I'm going to need your time. And you're going to need this time because you need to follow the most high. It's too much stuff going out here. I know a lot of people just start talking and you really can't conceptualize it in your head. But when I start breaking these books down and telling you what these demons are saying and what, how our ancestors risked their lives by telling us in their last will and testament, how to work stuff and how things are real, you're going to understand that I'm not playing games because I don't like wasting my time, baby. I already understand that time is precious. So I want to spend my time with you, giving you the truth and ringing the bell. That's what I'm going to do for you because the most high is doing it for me. So my duty is to tell my brethren, okay? All right, because time is money, honey. Now I'm going to read some stuff about the last days. All right, then it says, I'm only gonna read a few. 2 Timothy 3, one through five. 
But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control. I already told you they're going to be beasts. Brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Mm -hmm. What's swollen with conceit? What's the buzzword they call everybody? Narcissist. Okay. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of the most high. What's lovers of pleasure? Fleshly. Who rules the flesh? The devil. I already told you. Having the appearance of righteousness, but denying the power. Avoid those people. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 2 Timothy 3 and 1. I already said that. Mm-hmm. Luke 21 and 36. But stay awake at all times, praying that you have strength to escape all things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man, which is Yeshua. What he say? You better pray that you got enough strength to escape all of these things that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And stand to be able to stand before the, um, Yeshua. Mm-hmm. 2 Peter 3, 3 and 10. Knowing this, first of all, that scoffers, that's what they do. That's what, that's what scoffing is. <laughs> scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. They will say, where's the promise of the coming? That means, well, where's the, where is it? Where's the rapture? Where is it? That's what they're going to be saying. Forever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. The same thing that happened day by day, mundane stuff, regular stuff, but you know stuff is coming. For they deliberately overlooked this fact that the heavens existed long ago and the earth was found out of the water through water by the word of the most high. And that by means of this, the world that been existed was deluged. Mm -hmm, that means the flood with water and perished. But by the same word, the heavens and the earth that now exist are stored up for fire. What did Peter say? And Peter's the rock. He is the leader of all the apostles. He said the most high is coming with fire. What did the demon say? Um, was fire. He said he was fire. Didn't he say it? Being kept until the day of judgment and destruction for the unrighteous. You're not going to play with the most high. Now I got two more, two more to read about that. And then I'm going to read something else. This is Daniel 12 and 10. Remember what I said. Many shall purify themselves and make themselves white and be refined, but the wicked shall act wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but those who are wise will understand. I already told you what um, Enoch said, when they stop hiding the books, you're going to know. Mm -hmm. You're going to know, honey. 2 Timothy 4 and 3 says, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. That means doctrine. Uh -huh, the original word is doctrine. And remember, I'm not reading from the King James. I'm reading from the regular English. ESV, but having itching ears, 
they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And what that means is they're not going to listen to the uh, they're not going to listen to the truth. They want somebody to lie to them so they can live in the darkness and wickedness. That's what it is. Itching ears means I ain't trying to listen to the truth. Tell me something else. I'm in here and I feel good, honey. I got, I'm making my money. I'm wearing my coats and stuff. I'm driving my cars. I got a big mansion. That's what they want to hear. They don't want to hear nothing about the most high. I already told you the most high is truth. People can't handle because it it's not good. This world. Mm -mm. Okay. First Timothy 4 and 1. Now the spirit expressly says that in the later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful devils and teachings of demons. What did Timothy say? In the last days, people are going to be listening to demons. They're listening to them now. Mm -hmm. They're listening to them right now. I have a bonus one and it's 2 Peter 1 and 20. Excuse me. Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone, someone else's own interpretation. It comes from the most high. I already told you. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach saying. That Ruach has to tell you what it means. He didn't give it to nobody else. The most high didn't give it to nobody else. He already gave it to the children of Israel. Only and only a prophet can decipher, but the Ruach can tell you the truth. Peter just told, uh, Peter just told you that. Uh, that prophecy comes straight from the Most High. And he's the only one who could decipher it. Now I'm going to read to you why I did this lesson. And this is Daniel 7 and 25. He shall speak, and he's talking about the devil. He shall speak words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints, wear them out, but not kill them, of the most high, and shall think to change the times and the law, and they shall be given unto his hand for a time, times, and a half a time. What did Daniel say? The representative of the most high came down to Daniel and told Daniel that the devil is going to speak against the most high. The devil is going to change times and laws, which he already did, by the way. The Catholic Church changed the Sabbath into Sunday. Ah, and there's a little, there's a literal letter that I have. That's why I wanted to do the documentary so I can show you the letter. You can find the letter online. They officially changed the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. What did the devil do? Say what? The most high said, keep my Sabbath. And what did the devil do? Change the Sabbath to Sunday. <laughs> you, just heard, you just read that. You just heard me read it. Okay, the devil changed times and dates. I don't have to say no more about that. Mm, I'm going to say this. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 3, let no one deceive you in any way for that day will not come unless the rebellion come first and the man of lawlessness, the beast, is revealed, the son of destruction. That's what's coming. 
there's a whole bunch of stuff that got to come. But as soon as that, that one come, that's when all the stuff is going to go down. The most high is not a most high of confusion. He already told you what's going to happen. And that is that uh, what I just said is first, first Corinthians 14 and 33. For the most high is not a yah of confusion, but of peace as in all of the assemblies of the saints. He ain't no yah of confusion. He's letting you know exactly what's going down. So you will be walking right in it, eyes wide open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think I have um, one more and then I am done with this lesson. Um, I'm going to prove to you that the Most High never named the months. I'm going to read three things. This is in Old Testament, all of his Old Testament. It says, and these are examples. I already told you that the children of Israel were um, like, um, I can't say farmers, but I will say they were, they took care of livestock and they did grow their own stuff, but they were more, um, I don't know, what, what, I'm, I'm not sure what I would call them, just people who lived in the land but um, they were wealthy people who lived in the land and they were, um, okay, I guess I, for lack of better term, I would say farmers, but they wasn't really farmers. Yeah, they were, they were prosperous, but they, were, they grew their own food and stuff like that. They wasn't like selling it or nothing like that, just to live. Um, what do they call those people when they- um, Self-sufficient. They were self-sufficient, but they were like, um, landowners and stuff like that they were yeah i guess you can call them farmers but they didn't sell their stuff they gave it away to their brethren and they they were self-sustaining i would say so this is what this is how the most high spoke with them remember it's a it was a um interpersonal relationship and a covenant between the most high and the children of israel period so it's like um the mo the children of israel knew exactly what the most high was talking about when he said these things because there wasn't no oh on october you can already do x y and z it was none of that i already told you that the months of the year and the days of the week is based on demons so the most high did not make that i already told you the devil fools the whole world so this is how this is what he said and this is numbers nine and three on the 14th day of this of this month at twilight you shall keep it in its appointed time according to all its statutes and all its rules, you should keep it. This is how the Most High was speaking to them. They didn't, um, they, there wasn't no day of the month. There wasn't no day of the month because they were planters. They knew what time to plant, okay? Leviticus 23 and 27. Now on the 10th day of this seventh month, is the day of atonement. It shall be for you a time of holy convocation and you shall affect, afflict, excuse me, afflict yourselves and present a full offering to the Most High. You see how he's saying it? Now on the 10th day of the seventh month. And I'm gonna read one more. Leviticus 23, 
and 24. Speak to the people of Israel saying in the seventh month on the first day of the month, you shall observe a day of solemn rest, a memorial proclaimed with blast of trumpets, a holy convocation. Convocation. Now, you see how the Most High was talking to them? He didn't say next Monday at two o'clock. No. He didn't give months. He didn't make he didn't make names of months. He didn't make names of days. He just said what he said on the 14th day of this month, this and that, because the children of Israel already knew what they had to do at seasons. If you want to know more about that, it's in the book of Enoch. The book of Enoch breaks down the months of the, um, not the months, he breaks down seasons. That's how it is, seasons. And that's how they did things, by seasons and planting times. That's how the children of Yasharel did. All right. I think that is it. Oh boy, I had a mouthful, huh? All right, there's, um, I wanna say something. I'm finished with this and I hope this edified you, but I wanna say something. There are two, um, I think there's two more lessons that's long like this before I, and I think it includes, it's one lesson that talks about the children and then I'm gonna do the, um, the devil, how the devil fools the whole world, but you gotta give me a minute. And I'm not doing it back to back to back because I'm still trying to put it together. You see how I gave you all this information? I have a stack of papers here from different books. And what I, ha what I have to do is I have to weave it into my teaching because like I was telling you about the astronomical signs, I had to do the whole lesson, but at a point I have to bring something else in. So you have to allow me to gather information and put it in. Because like I said, my lessons are like a tree, like tree limbs. You see how they have different branches? I can't just say the lesson then come out of nowhere with something else. If I'm going on one branch, there's other branches that come from that branch that connect to the main branch. I have to bring something else in to help you understand exactly what's happening and why things are happening. So that's how it has to be. This lesson was over two hours long. I started at 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock. It is now 12.48 a.m. I'm not joking, 12.48 a.m. So even though this is gonna look like it came up on a Wednesday, it really came up on a Tuesday because I started at 10 o'clock. It's late. When I do my lessons, I don't do them early. I do it late. So it is actually 12.48 a.m. So I just want you to know how important this is. I already told you my time is special and it's important to me. I don't like wasting time, but yet I'm sitting here early in the morning explaining to you how the devil is fooling the world. And that's just by changing the times. I didn't even get into the real stuff. But I say that to say, I need you to understand how important you are to the most high how important the scriptures are that you get into them because every day you're being fooled. The Most High said that the devil's going to wear out the saints. 
If he's wearing out the saints, what about everybody else? Because everybody's not a saint. If he's wearing the saints out, but not killing them. If he's wearing them out, what do you think he's doing to the whole world? They already fooled. So I need you to understand that. And I need you to love yourself enough to get yourself a reservation to the next life. I need you to love yourself enough. Give yourself enough um, way with all to look for the most high, enough zeal to search for him, to want him. Because I'm telling you, if you seek him first, his kingdom and his righteousness, you're going to get everything. You're going to get it. And once you know everything, it ain't nothing. And when I say everything, I mean enough to understand what's going to happen. It ain't nothing that's going to happen that's going to surprise you. It might surprise you how it unfurls, but it's not going to surprise you that it's happening because you're going to know. Like I said before, there's some things that I told people three or four years ago is coming true now. I'm not joking. I told some people some stuff three or four years ago and it was given to me by the most high. And I told them and they looked at me first like, what? And now they saying, oh my goodness, I'm not joking. Seek the most high first. It's in your best interest. So with that, I will say until next time. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.